Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the Brain Jerk Studios. This is a Pillar Talk podcast, and we got downriver comedian Ken Wood. How's it going, guys? What's, What's up, up man? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm a comedian from Downriver, which is a suburb right outside of Detroit, Michigan. And uh, I started doing comedy when I was about 19. Um, I just turned 25, so I started writing officially like when I was 19. And I, uh, I used to make videos as a kid with my friends, um, which a lot of the stuff, even though we were 13 years old, 14 years old, would get us canceled today. Like, hands down, like, we right. were some fucked up kids. So the past year, I've kind of had some success with uh, Twitter and social media. I've had two sketches kind of get up. Uh, they both got over 150,000 views compared uh, with both social media, Twitter and Facebook. Um, one was, we all know someone from Downriver, or the Downriver Danny. You guys have seen it. And then the What White People uh, Do in Detroit. So those, those went off. I just hit 6,000 Twitter followers. And other than that, I have nothing going on for me. Just, ju- just that. That part where you were on the scooter? in the park yeah. and you were like it was was that was that planned or was it how you were doing it because you were going slow and you were dude. like but you would look just like a white dude you know what i'm saying right. <laughs> out of all the takes we did that was the longest fucking thing because i'm i'm six foot five you know yeah. I'm, I'm a very fucking gumpy guy and we could not get a good take where I wasn't, like, falling off and, like, trying to fucking do that. So that was, like, the best take out of, like, fucking 30. Dude. Oh, so, dude, you were a white guy in Detroit. <laughs> yes, I was very fucking white, dude. Very, very white. Down River Danny in Detroit. Yes. So, like, you're a skit comic, too. Yeah, yeah. I really, I just really like writing. That's really what I'm trying to do is become writing um, and directing because I really like behind-the-camera stuff. But I do like acting. But really, I just like writing, and I like jokes, like on Twitter. So you you do stand up too? Yes, I do stand up cool. as well. Yep, and that's how basically I got the uh, the radio gig I just had, which we were talking okay, about yep. uh, on ninety three point one. I was doing like a top five lists, like I did top five uh, reasons Kid Rock would be a great president. Top, <laughs> give me give me the five. Oh man, the whole five. I don't know if I can remember them. It give was, me two. Uh, give me oh two or God. three. Fuck, it was because uh, his campaign slogan would be. Uh, Bob with the bob, bang, bang, diggy, diggy, shake up. Bob with the bob, bitch. (laughs) That was the best campaign slogan since Obama's hope or since Clinton's, ooh, boy, that's the spot. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, a good one. Yeah, and in the last one I did, man, uh, we did uh, top five things you might or might not know about Gen Z. And that one kind of, it kind of pushed the limits, and that was the last one I did. So I don't know if someone in that studio was like, yeah, fuck this kid. We got to get this shit off. Dude, dude, I'm Gen Z. Fuck this up. Shut the, shut him down. But uh, yeah, they really they didn't really tell me they were like here here's to do a top five list because they they contacted me right after the Detroit one went viral or whatever, and uh, they wanted me to come in the studio and do some things and then COVID happened so yeah. like I ended up just filming those little bits for them or doing a little segment when I was in my car like before I went to work like had some headphones and just filming in my car so they really gave me no creative like boundaries so I was really able to just say whatever I want I definitely tried to push it a little bit right. Maybe that's why I'm still still not on. Right. You know, but that's sweet though. Yeah, yeah, fuck that's, it. So like you would like to do Saturday night live type shit. Like that's dream. what that's what you remind me of. Dream. Like, a dream cuz I really like political stuff. I mean, some of the like honestly, I'm like one of the only 20-year-olds where like every Saturday I'm watching that show. Like I can talk about writers and that show. I know oh, who writes wow. the sketches. Um I've talked to two people from SNL. Um, they were kind enough to reach out like via social media and like give me some advice. And that was Oz Rodriguez. It's a, he's like a head director. He's been there like 10 years. He has his own office there. And uh, Stephen Castillo, who, um, who's been a writer there for like two or three years, stand up from Chicago. Um, 
but he he's kind of have like fifteen thousand followers on Twitter. So they were nice enough to like give me some advice and everything. So and you as, walked up here with some big nuts. That's yeah. what you did. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Coming you know? in here with the gold jacket on, dude. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I. <laughs> Yeah, because I got those guys to talk to me and give me five minutes of their time. But, I mean, they really told me, like... That's a fucking start, dude. It is, but they were told me, like, things I already know. Like, I'm not trying to act cocky, but, like, to to make it in comedy, you have to do comedy. Yep, you know, you're right. You have, to- you have to do it. You you have to market yourself. You, you just have to go out there and do it. And, you know, you're going to have people that hate it. You're going to have people that don't like it, people that talk shit. Um, but you just... To do comedy, you have to do comedy, you know? Because... That's what it is. You had a comedian. We had a comedian on here yesterday that said that he likes to just go out to New York because he could do like 10 sets a day. Yeah. that's Five sets a day and shit like that. But he goes out there just to sharpen his sword. Right, right. When he's out here, he can still, even when it's not COVID, he can still like only sharpen his sword like four times a week. Yeah, exactly. When he's doing it 10 times a day and, over, you know. And four times a week, that's still committed because I'll find myself battling. I really want these sketches. I know that the internet is how you, how I'm going to make a thing in film because I have an audience now. Right. So, so to, it, it's hard to balance stand up and balance sketches when I'm still trying to learn how to write, act, direct, everything on that end. And trying then, to do everything. Everything. So, I mean, like I'm doing my first stand up show this week. Um, for the first time in like six months, it's at Grizzly's Bar in Wyandotte. It's ten dollars steak night and some open mic comedy. It's probably gonna be really, really shitty comedy. Shitty cuts of meat, <laughs> shitty yeah. cut, shitty comedy, yeah. shitty cuts of meat. Come down, come on down. But, but that doesn't mean it's not a good time. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited. Dude, you can find gems, dude. Yeah, Everybody really starts somewhere. Exactly. You could be like, oh my god, you could find the next fucking whoever, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you really can. And, I mean, if you're looking to get into stand-up. Go in there and eat a fucking shitty steak and you shit your pants laughing so hard. Exactly. (laughs) But uh, if you're going to the comedy, you have to be ready for those nights where it's literally fucking just 15 other comedians watching you. And you go up last and there's three comedians watching you and it's fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. That's that's what Dave was saying last night or yesterday. I I like that. I like to hear your bombs more than I like to hear. Okay, tell me about the times you killed, but tell me about the times you fucking fucking bombed, dude. I, I got a good bomb story um first time i did comedy in down river um which you like i was more experienced in like royal oak and ann arbor um because down river jokes always work out in there you know what i'm right, saying because yeah. everyone kind of looks down on down river and everything <laughs> so first we, we do too monroe you oh, know shit, this one out oh. you know just yeah, yeah just fucking throw up um but i it was a really shitty bar show just comedians and it was the first show because the show was so close and i didn't have to drive 30 40 minutes it was the first show i ever smoked a blunt and then was just like i'm going to the show smoke a blunt drive 10 minutes to the show and i was high as fuck and i got up stage and i just fucking bombed and <laughs> how bad was it what was your opener <laughs> <laughs> give me all of the deeds uh, dude oh my god okay so really <laughs> let me tell you how bad you suck okay so <laughs> you know i'm more like I, I i do offensive comedy i don't care i'm not okay paid i i do more Offensive stuff. That's the shit I was raised upon, or raised on, and that's the shit I'm going to do. So I, one of my first jokes was I had a pair of Jordans on, the same Jordans that I was wearing in the Downriver Down Danny Downriver Danny. So I had a pair you of Jordans on. Out. And I, <laughs> I was like, this is a Downriver bar with probably like 10, 15 people watching you. And I did a joke that was like, oh, I just bought a pair of high-top gray Jordans. Um, it's like part of me wants to be black. Another part of me has seen enough episodes of Cops to realize I should be careful what I wish for. Oh. And then just nothing. Ooh. Did downriver jokes. Nothing. I, that's a good joke, though. <laughs> yeah, you would think. Yeah. If it's it, knowing your style, yeah. that's a good joke. And the thing is, is like, 
um, I, I said a joke and then no one laughed. And then I kind of like chuckled to myself. I was like, wow. Cause it was another offensive joke. And I was like, no one fucking laughed. That was, you know, whatever. And I, I looked around the room and everybody from the workers to the people at the bar to the other, like obviously the crowd, but they were just staring at me in fucking silence. Did, did it hurt you? Did um, it? yeah. That's what, that's, <laughs> yeah. See, these... so it, was, it was the first time and I did it like five or six times before that. And I did really well in the five or six times. And it was right. like kind of new material, kind of not like uh, my other stuff was, I guess, funnier, but yeah, it sucked to say the least. It fucking sucked. Okay, yeah, yeah, sometimes you can't grab that crowd. No. Just the just, wrong fucking people. Yeah, and then, uh, like, and especially a lot of times in comedy, too, like, there's little clicks that'll, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if it's your friend up there, you might just laugh yep. for just the sake of it or just because you know their style, whatever. But if you don't know anybody and you're just a new guy, it should probably be funny. What I learned, you just got to eat that. What I see, because I watch yeah. a little bit of amateur comedy, what I see, you just got to eat that fucking, okay, that joke didn't work, yeah. fuck it. Because I liked the jokes that, I my me personally, I liked when they fucking the, the joke just silenced the room. Yeah, and then they're like, "Well, that didn't fucking work." <laughs> yeah. Ah, you yeah, know yeah. it. You yeah. know that's funny. Yeah. So at least you get a chuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they tell you things I've learned um, from just listening to other comedians is like, if ever you're bombing, the the which I'm guilty of this, the normal thing to do is just speed up your set, cut it short. You know, hey, you know what I'm saying, I'm whatever. Right. You know, just cut Rip it short. that crowd apart. Yeah, no, and really what you're supposed to do is, like, slow down. Make it make it look like you actually know what you're doing and they're just not finding it funny. That way, like, they look at you as a professional almost. Don't, don't get nervous up don't, there. Don't get nervous and slow down and just lean into the bomb. Like, bombing can be some of the funnest shit because it be, ends up becoming some of the funnest stories, you know? Dude, actually, you know? actually, I had a regional comedian, Dave Crumbly, and he, they went to Detroit. Toledo Comics went to Detroit. And they got fucking trashed by Detroit. Yeah. It was like Detroit versus Toledo. And that's my favorite fucking bomb story. Yeah. Like, he tells it every I don't care any, <laughs> any famous comedian, any famous comedian. I like that Detroit fucking beat the shit out of them. I, yeah. I, I think it's funny because they all three went on and bombed harder than the other. Like, yeah. it, and then. Wrong time, wrong oh, crowd. Yeah, yeah, it was, dude, you're in Detroit, dude. Detroit yeah. versus Toledo. Detroit. Fuck Toledo, yeah. dude. Yeah, exactly. Even if I'm in Detroit from Monroe, I'm closer to Toledo. Like, right. F- fuck Toledo, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Detroit hangs tight with each other, you know. Yeah, and it's it's cool because it's like it's a small community, but we, we s- love Toledo. <laughs> I, I do, I do love Toledo. That's all. That's all the comedians I know. I mean, you're. Right, down, right. I know Down River Danny now, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> spreading yeah. my fucking roots out here. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's small communities are kind of cool because like. You go to those shitty bar shows, and you meet another comedian that puts on another shitty bar show, and then, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of a snowball effect where you know a lot of the shitty gotta, bar shows. You got to hit rock bottom to build, dude. You can't. You got you, you got to shit the bed. If it was too good, I'd be, 12 shows in a row, everybody fucking died. <laughs> you're going to fail eventually, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And you're going yeah. to get a college crowd that don't like your dick joke yeah, or exactly. something like that. They're exactly. all offended by that shit. That, that's just different people right 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 especially with how pc everything is nowadays that's that's something that i've kind of learned that like from my style is like i like offensive humor but i realize stand-up is 
all of it is really crowd pleasing. You know what I'm saying? So like for me to be offensive, I really, I think I have to be a little bit smarter and make it more generic at the same time. Like so like Anthony Jeselnik. Thing. Yeah, kind of, kind of, but he can get very dark, very, he can you know get very saying? dark, but he's like yeah. articulate and shit like that. Exactly. You're, you're articulate too. You just gotta, he knows how to word it right. And, oh, exactly. You know, he, the breaks and everything. Yeah, like yeah. That. He's good. Especially him and Daniel Tosh. I kind of yep. look up to cause yep. it's like those, those styles are really good. I'm Plus fuck. You know yeah. that, yeah, and I, I like the like I like telling stories, but I also like one liners because one liners are fucking hilarious yep. too. So oh, like, yeah. I try to fill in the the voids with some one liners before you, you like know, you like transition. Mitch Hedberg. I had like I know who he is, and I've seen like his Comedy Central presents, but I haven't dove in too too much to him, dude. And I've listened to I think one of his albums where like the bass is playing the whole time, and yeah. that shit was fucking funny. He's he's a one line fucking genius, yeah yeah dude. yeah. He, oh yeah, and he just was. <laughs> fucked up in the mic the whole time. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, he just memorized that shit. Yep. Got retarded, wasted, and yep. th- that's what it looked like. You know, he had a good. That was a. Good, you got to put on a persona. Yeah, almost. But at the same time, it, like some people think it's too much persona. You know, at the end You're of time, right. you got to be funny, and you got to you got to you know, do jokes, and you got to like you, you really have to listen to the people who've been just doing it, whether they suck or they don't. Like you just learn from everyone. You know you what get, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got to practice. And they t- they say, well, Judd Apatow says, I say, they say, and I feel like I quote Judd Apatow. You guys know who that is? Fucking Freaks and Geeks, Pineapple Express. He's, like, basically okay. responsible for Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, career. yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, uh, Knocked Up, This Is 40, all that shit. That's, like, him. Um, and he has, like, a comedy book where, oh, what's it called? Sick in the Head, where he, it's, like, 40 years of interviews with comedians. Like, he was interviewing comedians when he was, like, 15, 16 years old, like, in the oh. 70s, 80s. So, I totally forgot what I was fucking saying. Oh, what was we talking? I don't know. Keep talking ta- about t- keep telling us about him. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I basically say they say, but uh, I totally fucking forgot what I was saying. Sorry, and I guys. got the brain injury. Yeah, for real. I just so. smoked too much weed, man. Dude, you were talking about John Apatow and about the, the he wrote a comic oh, book that in forty years writing a comedian stand up. Yeah, I forgot what I was saying before that. Fuck, guys, this is not professional. You know what, dude? <laughs> I can't, I can't Fucked. dig, th- I can't dig that deep, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe gotta, someone that was listening heard. Yeah, they'll be like, dude, what the fuck? Remind us what <laughs> Rewind this about. shit a little bit yeah, and oh, tell us. Oh, I fucking forgot. It, it takes seven years to develop a voice. There you go. That's what they were saying. It takes seven years. And I've heard from other comedians, if you're not going to spend five years, don't spend five minutes. Because you got to fucking, if you actually want to do it, you have to fucking try and understand what it takes to even just pursue it. I've been doing it almost fucking six years, and there's been some fucking really tough times where... Fucking just a lot of shit. You know, I was homeless for a couple of weeks because I just decided to buy fucking um, the computer instead of an apartment. You know, I don't necessarily come from a, a nice family and shit yep. like that, but I'm very motivated at making this. So, you know, seven years. And I look at the five year thing as, you know, I was talking about it's hard to balance shit. Um, I haven't even started my five years for stand up because that's like I like I plan to move to a bigger city relatively two, three years. What do you think? Dude, right now it's it's hard to say. So New York or Los Angeles, I think I ruled out Chicago or Boston or Philadelphia if the bigger cities, you know, don't come back for multiple reasons. Um, but Boston or Philadelphia just because bigger cities, you know. In and Philly cheesesteaks. Exactly. You know. you know, true American city like Boston, yeah. true American racist city like Boston. Um, <sighs> But, but yeah, hey, you the, fucking guy. What, what are you doing, yeah. you fucking hey. guy? What are you what, coming up here? <laughs> coming up here and you're making your fucking skit comedy, you fucking idiot, dude. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking yuppie. Let's go to a Red Sox game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sox beat anybody you fucking know, dude. Hey, hey stop standing by my fucking car. <laughs> Stand by your fucking car. 
But yeah, that's what I picture Boston being like. But <laughs> that's a Toyota Corolla, dude. You don't know what that is. Get the fuck away from it. <laughs> but yeah, so I plan to move there. Uh, I, I don't know, but but yeah, like I said, I don't think that I've really started that five years process yet because I'm very like this is my passion. You know what I'm saying? So once you find your passion in life and you not only understand what your passion is, um, and you have a little bit of success. Oh man, that little bit of success feels fucking nice. Like uh, you're, you're speaking my language dude, right now. This yeah. is happening right now to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, not on like, that scale. Though. We just got a tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny. Like dude, we just got a going. pinch of salt. Yeah, <laughs> but we got drive. You know, we got motivation dude, it, to get the fuck. There. It starts with that. When I first started, when I was 19, um, I tried to reach out to like my friends who were uh, who started with me. Like you know, is it my phone? Oh, oh, he broke the fucking golden rule podcast. Oh, shit, oh, dude. Shit. Dude, that's my girlfriend. I'm going to fucking beat her when I get home. I, that's okay. a no-no. Yep. You're, okay, getting, you're getting hit. Whoa, whoa. We, we promote violence. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. But what were we talking about? Shit, dude. This is a bad <laughs> fucking uh, bad. Taste and success. Yeah, so. your passion. Yeah, so once you get a little success, dude. Oh, like I started when I was 19. I started with my friends who were, um fucking you know who i did videos with before and it didn't really work out because they weren't motivated and passion and we just That's it was the same thing it was hard to get us in a room together and it was hard to you know with different schedules it was hard to just stay focused when we were in a room and set stuff and like we were really young you know 18 19 that's fucking young still you know right. i'm still relatively young but like that's young to have like such drive to like yeah i don't want to go to college fuck that you know what i'm saying and they were both in bands so i was like okay i'm gonna like, I just kind of, like, I don't want to say I just dropped him, but you know what I'm saying? I was like, I got to do this by myself. So yeah. me and the cameraman, who was, like, at it from the beginning, started making stuff, like, two or three years ago. Um, and then eventually, after, like, a year or two, we had the Downriver video kind of go off. So, like, that's that little bit of success, dude. Because when I posted that on Twitter, man, like, doing a stand-up show is fucking amazing. Like, you get a rush when you do really well. But, like, when you spend, like, a month or two working on something and it actually gets the fucking numbers and everyone's, like, quoting the tweet and, like, oh, my God, this part is yeah. so fucking oh, funny. Yeah. You're just, like, wow, like, this is fucking awesome. This is why I do it. You know what I'm saying? And that taught me a lot, too, about, first of all, like, the whole goal was to get people around Down River excited. You know what I'm saying? Get get the people around me excited about right. what I do and be different yep. and, like, stuff like that and then try to branch off. And that's after the Detroit one took off. Now I'm trying to, like, because I look at, the, like, especially the Down River one and the White Claws one. I mean, look at those as more. White Claws one was killer, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you. Two um, guys, one White Claw. Yeah, two that was bros, one White Claw. Two man. bros, one White Claw. Yeah. That was hot, dude. Yeah, was, look that shit up if you guys fucking listen to this, dude. <laughs> that shit is funny. Um, but yeah, I look at that as more generic humor in a sense. Like it's like I we put our own little weird taste in it. Definitely, yeah, that's you know what, what I want. Make yeah. it funny. But now I'm trying to like, okay, I got six thousand Twitter followers. A lot of them, I, f I feel like most of the time I'm, I'm tweeting stuff that maybe I don't feel like is the funniest, but, like, I know other people would, like, like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so now I'm really trying to, like, just post stuff that, well, right now at least, I'm just trying to do stuff that I really fucking like and probably going to piss That's, off some people, too. Yeah. But at the same time, I need to find the right crowd. Because you can have numbers, but if you're not doing the art you actually want, regardless, I'm not getting fucking paid for it. So I'm gonna, I should do the shit that I want. The haters right? are trying to watch you fail. Dude, for real. There's so people still there's, watching There's you. people who will, like, talk shit like either like mutual friends or other friends who like talk, talk shit but they still follow me on twitter why are you still following down me river danny dude yeah fuck that. that's not fucking funny this, <laughs> but at the same time i could care less man because you just got to do what you know you want to do but also learn like you also have to learn because if you want to do comedy it's all about making people laugh you know what i'm saying like like that's that should be that should be at least a true motivation or at least one of them um so it's like 
So I, I feel like I just understand the ideas of like generic ideas where I know I'm going to get a cheap laugh or like, can I be really fucking weird and still pull those numbers? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you're going to find the, not just numbers, but the right crowd. You know what I'm saying? Because you want people to actually be behind you. You know what right. I'm saying? Because if they're, if someone's going to get offended from, from something I post, I'd rather them unfriend me now than six months because they're going to unfriend me eventually right. or unfollow me. And uh, my, my Twitter, like, I, I try to work really hard at the marketing. Like, I'm constantly always following people, unfollowing people. And if they follow me back, I don't unfollow them. And, like, following 6,000 people on Twitter, you see some fucking shit, guys. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, see yeah. some opinions. We don't even have a Twitter because we're not smart. Dude, you should, you should <laughs> do it and just, just advertise the things, man. There's, there's some pretty popular podcasts. Um, like, s- some of them, some front row one just followed me. And they have, like, 30,000 followers. Only following, like, eight. Eight a thousand, I think, or something like that. Dude, so we need to get on Twitter. Mariah, where are you at? And she's dude, working on our new TikTok account. We got <laughs> a new TikTok. <laughs> you got a TikTok? Oh yeah. I just, I just, I don't even remember the name. Grandfather, <laughs> tell me what to do, dude. <laughs> For TikTok? Yeah, dude. I don't know. I fucking. I, 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 I have a joke. I'm you're like, not my dad. You're my granddad. <laughs> What's up, granddad? I, I have a joke that's like, as a comedian, everyone tells me that I should download TikTok. And as a comedian, I'm going to tell everyone I'm, I'm going to put a, br- a fucking gun to my head than, than rather than make a TikTok. That joke's not really good or worth, like worked out. But fucking t- I hate TikTok humor. My girlfriend's always on it. And it's some of the shit is so bad. You do see some funny stuff. I made one just because I'm like, I got to fucking do it. Watch us. We put, yeah. our, we put our teaser on there. Bam, 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 bam. bam. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. We're going to uh, try to get on Twitch. We got okay. we got a bunch of different avenues. We're just, you know, like we said, we just right, started right. out. So We got a lot of but people that want to that wanna be content creators. Right, so right. Gotta, that, that's we're good. building a team. We, yeah. That's fucking awesome. And, I mean, you guys have said you've only done it eight shows or something like that. We, uh, yeah, I this, think is, this number is number eight. eight. This, this is number eight. eight. Young yep. Kobe. By the end of the week, we'll have 12. Yep, nice, nice. So yeah, but I mean, with podcasts, you got to be consistent. Oh yeah, you know, we got w- what? It would be like a total of eleven days in a row. That right, we had that's, that's good. That's twelve good. days in a row. If it's twelve, we had we had. Oh, we had one day off, but we hit yeah. everybody that we could we think had no of. No days right, off, right. really, but right, right. Yeah, it's a consistency. There's also content every day we're posting. It's not. It's just may not be right. The right. Podcast. Right. Even even if it's just like memes to make people laugh on your fucking Facebook. Dude. No, like what like what I do is, uh, I I wake up every. Uh, I I got in a motorcycle accident. Okay. And and I I got a whole bunch of problems, residual problems. Right. And right. Shit right. Like that a little bit crippled. I got real fucked up. PTSD. Yeah. The, oh, just I all bet. that yeah, shit. Yeah. And then, what I do. I got to make myself okay in the morning. Okay. So what what I would do is I'd, I'd text good morning post. And we, then we made this and he was like, dude, just do a fucking video. It's more genuine. Right, right. It's more fucking. That's what I'm about. You, it's you more genuine. real. Right. You That's get your personality. Yeah. Because yeah, so I want to lift your spirit. But if look you at the dude. See my <laughs> ugly ass face and I'm just telling you to fucking love yourself. I mean, you know. It, I, yeah. It could work, man. <laughs> look at me. I look like a fucking clown. But dude. I love you, and I love everybody else. Right, that's that's fucking awesome, dude. That's, and, and that's and then like I even morning, do it's a your nightcap morning cup of tea. Right, right. Yeah, and that's what I do because yeah. every day I go through a process of fixing myself to get to exit the world. Like yesterday, I couldn't leave the house. Okay. Until like two p.m. Okay. Because I was having a rough morning. I had a, I had a bad night. I got night terrors and stuff. Okay. So I was. I was not okay. I was shook up. I had to go take a walk. I had to, you know, right, reach out right. to people, was texting people, was talking, you know. And 
I was fine. Right, I came right. down here. I would have ruined the fucking podcast. We had a great podcast yesterday, and I didn't want to come down here and be a fucking dickhead. Right, and right. see, I'm smart enough. I've been around him enough. I knew it. He didn't text me. or t- I just hadn't gotten my cup of tea on time. Right, right. So instead of being the asshole, I was like, we just pre- re- we just uh, premiered my daughter interviewing him. Right, right. So I was like, well, it's your, it's your turn to hijack his cup of tea. Let's see what you got. Right. So, and no. he was like, "Thank you for that. You need. I needed that. Right. Yeah, because she was playing. Awesome. It, she was playing it like she was hijacking my job. You know. Right. Right. But when, but I, I shared a video right after. Like, dude, I'm thanking her because I needed it. I fucking couldn't talk to you guys for this amount of time. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. That's fu- that's fucking awesome though, dude. Like, but I'm trying to spread like what we're trying to spread like positivity. Just right. more. more just. I love you, you right? Know, fuck yeah. it, dude. No, because you know I, I seen I, I seen the the other side of the door. I I seen like close enough to death, near right, death. Right, right. So I just I just want to love everybody, dude. And this right here gets he me. To, I don't even. People. I never met you. Right, right. Like I didn't get to see your. Those videos are fucking gold, dude. <laughs> I got to see them. I'm happy, and right. I get to meet you and talk to you and shit like that. Right, I'm, right. I'm doing what the fuck I love doing. I just yeah. talk shit all day. Right, and it's fucking awesome, and I really dig that now. If I don't want to ruin the mood right now by any means, shutting but, me down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, um, to get extremely real with you, and I mean, uh, we just talked about opening up on podcasts and being real. Um, and it's kind of weird that we met because you had a motorcycle accident. My sister actually passed away from a motorcycle accident um, when she was 20 years old, and I was 15. So I'm coming up at the 10 year anniversary of that. So Ooh. like some things, you know what I'm saying? They come full circle, but I kind of have the synchronicity same, way. Yes, sir. yes. So I kind of have the same outlook of like, like yeah, that's probably like the one incident in my life where you like the before and after incident. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like. Part of me is scared to think about if that didn't happen, where the fuck would I be? Would I still be in comedy? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what I, I wouldn't be the same person. It forms you. It, it forms you. It fucking forms yep. the hell out of you. I'm, it makes I'm you the understand. best person in the world because I had to recover from this accident. I was burned. I was impaled. I was broken. I had a brain injury. Couldn't and, walk. Yeah, couldn't walk. They told me I wasn't going to walk. Fuck. So, and then I started walking again. I'm on fucking cloud nine. Yeah. So I took that dedication and that drive I did to get better. Yeah, and I just put in this. Dude, how was the process for walking? Getting to walking, you know, how long was it? Uh, so I'm t- I was 25 when I wrecked. Okay, and I woke up a couple of days after the accident, Fuck. and I was burnt real bad, and the nerves were burnt off my legs, so I couldn't feel my leg, right? The wounds right now, so they said you can't walk, and the therapist came in there and said, "What do you want to do? We want to pump your legs in the bed or something like that." I said, "No, dude, I want to stand up and fucking walk. I'm a kid." I'm going to stand up and fucking walk. So I started walking in, like, the bars and shit right, like that. Right, right, right. And I got, I got to a decent point where I could almost let go of the bars. Like, I could I could try to balance like right, that. Right, right. How long the, was that? That, was, that, that was, like, two months. Two months? Yeah. That's a little bit faster than I expected, honestly, yeah. too. But my nerves didn't grow. No, it was, like, a month and a half. Okay. Because my nerves didn't grow back. My nerves, when you burn a nerve, it comes out like a, like... It, it triples when it comes out. There's okay. more nerve ending. It just blurishes. Once okay. you cut it, it comes back ten times better. So what happened is when I would stand up, because I'd be laying down most of the day, when I'd stand up, the blood would rush through my leg, and it would feel like my fuck, it was acid or something, just the blood trickling out, and there was wraps and shit like that. So I couldn't fucking, 
I was down in the bed for another month. Right. And I thought I was, oh, shit, I'm, I'm definitely not going to walk. Right. But I just used that same drive. When, once you get over that, you have to feel the, I don't know, the burn wound is, is terrible. I but, bet. but, like, once I got used to it, I don't, I don't know if that's, that's probably a part, big part of my PTSD. I had to get used to a fucking, the sensation for me to walk, for me to make myself, I have to do this. It hurts, but I have to fucking do this. Once you get used to it though, it's like, right, right. you know, I, I know what's about the, it's about the fucking, and I'd be screaming and I was in a nursing home. I would be screaming, fucking yelling. And I would, I'd be the only one allowed in the, the, the physical therapy thing. It would be one me alone right no old lady wants to see me fucking busting my and fucking screaming yelling fuck and shit like that <laughs> right 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 no I, I understand man i understand that but that's i don't want to say it's a beautiful story but obviously you've seen the positives oh it's and, beautiful like, i dude, think and, dude it, it formed me i'm i'm a way better dude, person i got i got the toxic on my chin because i was worse than what i am today okay. like i woke up and i just want to love everybody like I I don't think and I, I don't I don't give a shit no more. Like I had dudes, I had full grown male nurses sponge bath in my balls. <laughs> you can fucking we can talk yeah. about anything. I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, and and I just experience? I don't care no more. So, well, I, it's not like that. I don't care. But like it's a reminder, a scar, if you will. Yep. Yeah. Uh, to to and remind then, him not to be that. Way. I don't want right. to be. I don't want to be the old person I used to be. That that's it. Because right now I'm doing, I feel like I got reborn. Right. I mean, my my brain don't communicate with my hand. I can't jack off. So I'm a virgin and I got reborn. So, I mean, like, it's the full oh, turnaround, the you know? Struggle. So <laughs> it's, it's a life that I live, dude. Yeah. But, I mean, it's good. I'm having a good time. That's I, That makes me very happy to hear. Because, like I said, everything comes around full circle. You know what I'm saying? Um, you just live life positively, man. And yep. like that, that makes me very happy that you were able to take yep. such a negative experience. Cause I did the same thing. It's, I mean, a little bit different, obviously yeah. what we went through, but that, that's it's still, awesome. it, dude, my, my, the friend that said, the guy that pulled me out of the fire and put me out, he's fucking fucked up by it. Yeah. Oh, me, me and him, our PTSD don't match up right now because I'm conservative. I seen death and he's just wild and he, his son died too. Oh fuck. And he was seven months old. So. He fucking, he wigged out, and, and me and him, I love him more than any, like, I, that, I love that guy. I knew him since kindergarten. But me me and his PTSD don't match up. Okay. We fucking, it's not a good time, you right, know? Right, right. So, it's, honestly, even before, I didn't believe in PTSD and stupid shit like that. Yeah. Like, I thought, oh, that's all in your head, but it really is. Yeah. It really fucking is. I didn't understand None of it, but now right. I got now I'm like manic, the, the manic depressive. They okay. say, I'm uh, I'm not I'm not sad though. I'm PTSD. I got night terrors or whatever. They're all their anxiety, all that bullshit right, that comes right. with PTSD. But I'm not the guy that wants to die. Right. I seen death. I want to fucking live. I want to have fun. He I wanna, wants right. to meet everyone he can and talk to him. Yeah. Every give interesting me a fucking conversation. Yeah. Right. If you're interesting, he wants to talk to you. Yeah. That's that's what. I, I I want moments. I don't want fucking. Uh, I, you ain't gonna fucking come out of here with nothing, dude. I want right. to have some moments, dude. <laughs> F- fuck it, dude. Like right before you die, when you run through your life, you're like, damn, dope. Right, right. No, I, I, I feel that, man. And honestly, 
Yeah, dude, I just feel that. Like, dude, that give me a knuckle touch, man, because that's fucking awesome, dude. I really, I really dig that. I really dig that. I'm honestly very happy that I already came here. You know, drove that's the cool. hour. Yeah, too, oh so yeah, very, so it's an hour. I drive here every day, thirty five minutes from oh, yeah. Rome. Yeah, dude, honestly, it wasn't a bad drive. You take South seventy five all the way the fuck yep, down, all the way down, right to fucking Alexis, and you very, just do to do. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking construction though, dude. Dude, what, what fucked me up is a uh, Tractionville or whatever. It was like a three way street, dude. It's Tremainesville. Tremainesville. <laughs> Good job. Good job. I couldn't see the fucking sign. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? I was like, do I turn right here? Do I turn out there? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Downriver like, comedian yeah. Ken Wood is dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God there was a car in front of me because I would have probably turned in the fucking. Yeah, it's a fucking. It's a it's a thunderfuck. Yeah, coming coming here. It's like a zig, it's like a Z. Just right, do a right. little Z real quick. You it's know, like kind of. Kind We're of Power Rangers. City. That's why you got to yeah. be a Power Ranger before you get here. Okay, you know, just so you like. Then six years ago, so About was it years. was it driven by, like what happened when your <sighs> your your sister passed? If so, you don't mind me asking. So when I was fifteen, sister passed. Um, as a fifteen year old, I didn't really process it the right way. Right. I kind of was just like I, I went to school like a week later, and like all the teachers were like, "Well, like fuck, this kid's back already," you know, because my my sister went to that school and everything. Um, so I kind of just put my head down, didn't really think about it too much, you know. Obviously, cry every now and then. Um, and then a year and a half later, um, my dad actually died from a heart attack brought on from like years of drug abuse and stuff like that. Um, um, would, and let me, let me tell you this story. Cause I don't, I don't think I've ever really told this story, but, and this is kind of a beautiful twisted fucked up moment too. How I found out my dad died is, um, I actually, it was right around school finals and we had to write a paper for, um, a world history, not a world history, a current history, global events, whatever. And I, it was like your view, outlook on life. Like you pick a quote from whatever, and then you just, you talk about what that quote means to you and your outlook on life. And my quote was by Tupac. I don't even think it's actually by Tupac. I think just someone put Tupac's face and a quote next to it. And I was like, that's by Tupac. That's my quote. And it was, um, with all the corruption and something in the world, I'm going to keep my head high. Like my nose is bleeding. Um, so I wrote that piece of paper, um, like about how like I talked about my sister dying and I talked like how my like views on life were a little bit different and how I was still very positive and I understand the meeting of just really biting shit you know going through shit yeah. and you know just gotta Eat keep that going. shit sandwich but I wrote that fucking paper and I waited to the last day of school like the last day last night so I was like damn like this is a pretty good paper um 11 o'clock at night fucking I was about to go to bed my mom comes in is crying found out my dad died so I go back to my room and obviously crying whatever I, and then I look at this piece of paper, and up to five minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, whatever, that was my view on life. And now it's it's done. Oh, my God. And now it's done. It like, th- I just talked about how you just have to get through shit so much, and then just boom, it's all and different. And the next day, um, I had to go to school because it was finals. You know what I'm saying? So, I like, regardless, my mom had to get up in the morning, drive me to go school. Go to work, yeah. Go to work. People were asking me, too, because people, like, talked about it on Facebook, and they were like, hey, does something happen to you? I was like, no. Oh, yeah, some, my uncle, someone that my uncle knew died. It, like, something, we, I was just lying, yeah, you know? my uncle's cousin's friend. Yeah, so. Jeremy, he, he, yeah, he passed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I had to went through. And if there's, like, I don't live life with many regrets. I think, obviously, as you get older, I feel like everyone has regrets, little, little or big. But one regret that I have is not telling that teacher, because the teacher loved the paper. Like, he never used to call on me, and then the next year I was a junior, used to call on me, whatever. So I feel like he really enjoyed it. 
Um, but I really wish I would have gave him the paper and just told him, I want to write you another one and tell you about what just happened after yeah. I fucking did that. And I never did that because some slaved some, over this fucking notebook, yeah. this thing forever. And then my whole life changed. Yeah. And then I didn't ask. I was going to and I didn't ask him because like the bell rang. We turned in the papers and then there was some girl just holding up the class. And I was like, OK, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, but that message would reach. That's great. It yeah. reaches out dude, to a million stories, though. You can relate real. to that for real and it's some real shit and i really don't talk about that too much you know what i'm saying but those are that's beautiful i'm glad you talked about it yeah that's, same, the, thank that's you. what we're about yeah. right right that's what we want to do right? moments just like that yep. right no i feel that and i dig that dude because obviously if you guys are comedy fans i know we haven't gotten into like what comedy i'm digital comedian like, digital, digital <laughs> comedian t-rup but like being i don't want to say being depressed but there is a huge connection between depressing shit and being depressed and like people that do comedy enjoy comedy and it's like when i first started out i'd watch all the documentaries um of people comedians talk about being depressed and i was like you know what like i i want to do this and i feel like i'm depressed but i was like i don't feel necessarily there's a connection you know what i'm saying maybe it's just coincidence yeah. and then as i started to meet other comedians and watch more stuff and listen to more people it's a lot of fucking depressed comedians a lot of people turn their pain into um into joy and like that's what i'm trying to like i've never really done jokes on stage about my sister and my dad but i'm just starting to write about right, it because right. i came up with ideas to where i can make that shit funny and I'll be, I'll be honest when i when i started writing it dude i got like teary because i was like this is fucking beautiful because it's it's real and You're it's using funny. it for yeah, that, and it, yeah like it's funny like people are gonna fucking laugh and go oh my god but then after the show they're gonna be like that was fucked up but that's real yeah like that shit's fucking real but that shit's funny because i like dark humor you know and yeah. so i mean that that's kind of how i look at life and that's i feel like after those two incidents like my life has um i guess with meaning as it gave me meaning you know oh, i comedy. got meaning right now too right i, no, I, I want to do I this tell. forever dude I can tell that's fucking awesome dude that's that's amazing and i mean just just keep at it with the marketing man because you're i mean especially with the message you guys have and like having conversations like this like like obviously you guys can make people laugh and like reach some people and like have some fans but like you could really like change someone's fucking life yeah you know i'll say saying? a fart joke but i do love you right you know <laughs> right 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 but yeah dude i mean people you know, especially with podcasts, I'm not really too big of a podcast person. I mean, I'm the typical white guy. I'll throw on Rogan, you know, when right. Rogan has Oh, it. dude, who we doesn't? Love, we right. love Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I heart Joey. That's my dream. <laughs> Put me on your show, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grow up with a father figure in life, but I'm a big fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. So I, I call think him, I'll be okay. I call him Joseph. <laughs> because, you know, his friends, close friends call him Joseph. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> just saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I, I like the podcasting, too, and I, a million fucking people has told me to do one. Right. And then once we started doing it, they're like, your voice is, this is this is was, your calling. I was going like, to say that, dude. You have a good, deep voice. I was going to say that, actually. Not only that, like what you were saying, he does this for the same reason. Not only are we helping people, but he does it to help himself. Right, right. Yeah, I'm helping everybody. So, I don't, I don't so, want to just do this for myself. I'm getting through all these issues with no medication oh I'm, wow i'm struggling through i this is it's therapy. bad sometimes dude it, it, and this is therapy me talking to you learning your story that's, that's this i don't gotta think about myself when i'm talking to you right. talking to somebody else right right and it puts you in i don't want to say it's an escape from reality but meditation like, yeah, meditation yeah. but i'm not sitting 
Exactly, exactly. And I mean, pills, like, you don't want to, like, that. that's one reason, like, my dad was, like, he I'd be a zombie, pills. man. My, exactly. It, they shut down, a lot of them psych meds shut down emotions, yep. and I'm a fucking emotion bandit. I love that shit. Yeah. I love, yeah. I'll fucking cry. I'll cry right now. I love it. You know, like. Yeah, it makes you feel human. It, may, it gives you that release. Like, dude, you have to fucking yeah, cry. Yeah, you gotta you cry. You gotta to laugh. Cry. You gotta fucking be sad. You gotta. Th- yeah. Th- I, I just want to feel it all, dude. <laughs> if I didn't cry every now and then, I'd be fucking insane, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. I, oh, my, my head would probably explode <laughs> yeah. if I didn't cry. And, I mean, I feel like I feel like people are, are starting to learn in this country that men should cry every now and then. Because I feel oh, like we yeah. do have a society where men should be tough. And I feel like, you know. That's, I, our, that's our dads and stuff. Yeah. Because they were, gro- in the 80s, you were a fucking man, dude. Yep. Go do your shit. Your wife stays at home, you know, in the 80s, yep. 70s, 60s. It was all. It was all like one way. Yeah. And then now it we're, we're now we're all soft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the good and the you know the worst. I mean, if a society just for thirty or forty years tells everyone, "Hey, be nice, don't judge yeah. other people," eventually maybe you're going to become too soft. To like me, you. I can't be macho. I yeah. can't. I, can't. I, don't, I don't. I don't have that in me, dude. I'll go sniff your fucking flowers in your yard, dude. You'll. You might think I'm robbing you, but I'm like, <laughs> your tulips are nice, Mrs. Sampson. <laughs> I can only imagine if I saw you outside my window sniffing the flowers. Like, what the fuck is that guy? I doing? got a little plant business with my mom. Oh really? I, yeah, I had so a bad is. night terror a couple months ago, and and I I freaked the fuck out. Couldn't be alone. Right. And then so because I got to live with my dad, I I can't be alone. Okay. So. When he would go to work, I'm going to my mom's house, gonna have coffee with her, and then she was replanting. She has like 250 house plants. Oh, really? Fuck. So, so I walked in there. She was trying to repot plants, and I was like, "Mom, I got an idea. I'm gonna put a little bowl, put dirt in it, and put a fucking pot, and make a make it look like a succulent is a flower coming out of the pot." And I did it and put it online, and everybody fucking loved it. We really? got a little plant business out of it, and Damn. it's and it's me chilling with my mom. Dude. Right, right. You're giving me mom, mother, son time. Here, buy these. Right, right. <laughs> you know, definitely. That's fucking awesome, man. That's and then that's where it started. The drive started like if I if I put my mind to something, then I don't have to fucking. I don't have to worry about what's going on in my head because I'm distracted. Right, right. It's, so, and yeah. then he he been bringing this up. We went to Vegas, and I roasted El- Elvis and roasted everybody. Roasted that, the shit out. He it, the whole room was like, oh, to Elvis was he on stage? Yeah. He, no, no, he was he not. Now, okay, so our like, friends. Oh, he was okay. not. He wasn't no. even like a good Elvis. No, yeah. that no. fucking sucks. Why are you? Well, they said if Elvis, he's they said if he's not good, tear up, get him because I roasted. <laughs> We we what we went with he's twenty people. He's a master people. roaster when he's like live on like ready to roll. Yeah, He'll roast. If anybody. I'm having a really good time, I'll roast the fucking anybody. Like, but I have to know you and shit like that. You know, know the limits. Like friends, the more yeah. he knows, no, you, the better. You twenty. <laughs> yeah, we right. had twenty people. I roasted the whole entire the whole entire house. The whole entire vacation over four days. Each person and had killed Elvis. I had the the photographer wanting me to stay in in Vegas, and Josh's like, no, dude. We're doing this at home. <laughs> <laughs> so I used that drive from for me to try to get better sleep at night or, or to make me feel more accomplished. More, more. Yeah, more somebody needs me. Josh needs me to come down right. here and host this fucking show for the last fucking 14 days. I feel beautiful. Right. I feel like, okay, I got to go. I got to get ready. I got to brush my teeth. I got to fucking eat some purpose. I got to right, get yeah. the fuck out. And then somebody needs me. It doesn't matter if if we're making money f- per se right now or right. anything like that. 
what I need somebody needs me. He can't do this, this shit without me. I can't do it without him. So we need each other. It's something for me to wake up and be like, okay, right. I'm going because yeah. they they're not letting me go back to work. Right. They're, right. They're trying to fucking get me to sign up for social security and shit. And I fucking hate that. Really? Dude. Hate it, dude. Okay. A cripple guy can fucking talk on a fucking podcast. My brain's not fucking mush. It right. almost is, but it's not. Right. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to conversate. Right. Right. Definitely, dude. I fucking feel that. Like I said, I fucking dig everything you guys are saying. Like, it's right up my alley, too. Beautiful, twisted, dark shit with a positive message because um, you guys were talking about, like, there's too much hate in the world before we yeah. started this. And, dude, there is. And regardless of your political views, I mean, you just got, you know, we all want our children, our grandchildren to grow up in a world that's better than today. Yeah, you know it's what kinda, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of tough conversations when it comes to race and everything. But you, you know what I'm saying? Race and other things. But you got to have them because we all want our people you know our kids and grandchildren to grow up in a better place than where we're living yeah, today dude you know? we all got fucking the same heart dude yeah Just love and, each other and yeah i won't go too deep into the politics shit and like the hate but too much hate in the world yeah too much way hate. too much and uh e- even like i said um like the new stuff i'm trying to put out like it's a little bit more offensive stuff and like i said i hit six thousand twitter followers and i'm really expecting when i post some of this stuff to maybe lose some you know to five hundred five hundred maybe um, because like I said, if it's not the right crowd, then it's, it's not the right crowd. Um, but you kind of just have to do what you want to do and make, make the art that you want to fucking do. And I don't know, like it, but they unfollow you and talk shit about you. And then motherfuckers are like, I'm checking this motherfucker out. Exactly. And they think you're funny. You gain three fans, right? Losing three loyal one, fans too. Lo- right. losing one and you're mm-hmm. getting three fucking new ones. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's positive in everything. Right, there, there definitely is. Um, but at the same time, when you're kind of doing this, this this racial stuff or racial comedy, whatever, like I like to, I tell people that if you're, especially if you're a white guy, I don't mean to say I'm fucking oppressed or anything like that, but like no one really wants to hear a white guy go on stage and do offensive material if like you're a college crowd or whatever like that. So like you have to be smart about it. Like I tell people, I was like, if you just want to go on stage and just say some racist shit and act like you're mansplaining, you should not spend your time as a comedian. You should really spend your time trying to develop a time machine to go back right. to the 1980s. Yep. So I like to like be smart about it, but I, at the same time, people are just going to get pissed off regardless, you know? So I'm, I'm trying to like, sh- like, like th- the sketch I have releasing this week or next week is um, white privilege, the reality show. So it's, oh, that's good. So it's, it's like, it's me and my friends. Like, I don't want to go too deep into it, but like, it's me and my friend, like hanging out. It's a green screen. It's like an actual show. And then like, um, I'll basically fucking say it cause it's about to get released. <laughs> so <laughs> what they do is it's like, I walk in and I'm like, Oh, what up, man? You ready to get drunk? He's like, dude, check this out. And then I'm like, whatever. And we're watching TV and, uh, it's like a black lives matter montage. And then like, we're crying and everything like that. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like white people feeling that pain. And then the friend busts in. He's like, my dad just put up our hot tub. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> it's like a hot oh. tub montage. And there's some other stuff that goes in there. But we're really focusing on, like, the, the montage because you don't want to be too offensive. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to talk about necessarily one person that the movement's been about or, like, what's happening right now. We just want to make it a broad statement to where you understand what actually white privilege is. It's that is a good look. That is funny, though. Right, I right. like that. But it's, it's kind of like it's looking at white privilege of what exactly is white privilege of watching stuff and going, wow, this is fucked up. And then whatever. And then, oh, we're back to our normal life. Yep. And then yep. it, it has a couple other reasons, too. And, like, there's a cop involved, too. So, like, something like that. I mean, That's it's only funny. a two-minute sketch. That's but at the same time... Like, we're working on it right now. Like, that. actually, when I leave here, I'm going to go edit that video because um, we're trying to get it out this week or next um, and trying to get three videos out in the next month. But 
like it, it it's really like we don't want to offend people but if you're if if we're doing it we're gonna offend people like it, at some point you your have to be best like, shit's it. gonna offend people exactly exactly and you just gotta like <laughs> i keep saying you gotta make the art that you want to make but understand that maybe there's times because why i did the Downriver danny one was because i spent did you guys see the millennials with christ no. Yes, no? I, I you did. did you? Yeah. It's it's pretty dark, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It's like I'm. It's a cable television show, Millennials with Christ, talking about God, and then it switches, and I'm I'm the host of the show, but then it switches to I'm trapped in the basement, and I'm getting tortured by like a Baphomet, like the devil Baphomet. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting like waterboarded with holy water and shit like that, and it's going back and forth. We spent three or four months making that. Um, our computer like crashed on us because we were shooting in 4K and didn't understand the. The, the graphics card versus the logic, the 4K, yeah. really. So we had to like rewrite it, constantly rewrite it. And after the four months, I was like, I was like, dude, I need to like do something that's not dark humor. Like I need to do something that's lighter. You know what I'm saying? Like actually make people laugh. I was like, working on something for four months to just straight dark humor and thinking like what is really fucked up and all the fucked up shit we did. Like it'll event, it'll make you feel a type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like I kind of found that out that it made me. I just wanted to do something lighter after like that. So I, f- I understand the like the difference of trying to, like I said before, making generic stuff that other people are going to laugh or making my weird fucked up shit like that. But even that, I still try to throw in generic, you know, I still try with my weird stuff. I still try to make it generic enough to where you might like it, but I'm still going to do weird stuff. And if, if I do a generic sketch, I'm still trying to put my own little weird touch on it. Like the white claws video when it, he ODs and it like shows yeah. my tits bouncing up yeah. and down. Yeah. That like, was, that was <laughs> 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 by the way, that was fucking Which great. Which was the one where you're in the bathtub? In oh, the, the I hate Paul Rudd. Yeah. Dude. I'm watching, I'm watching that one over here and, and him and Mariah are sitting here just for whatever they're doing. And I, I'm over here watching it and they're like, what the fuck are you watching? This is I weird. Paul. And dude, and I liked when He's you like, were. Why does he hate Paul Rudd? I, li- I liked when you were sitting there. <laughs> I liked when you were sitting there and then it fucking had him dancing yeah. and all the other ones and you were like That's going through your PTSD. Right oh, you were man. going through the PTSD of Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> that one, dude, that one. It's fucked up because that one we spent, because that's when COVID happened. We spent like three or four months on that one. And that one on Twitter, it like that one was the first one I did after the What White People Detroit did, and like that went off. So it was the first one I did after that. Spent three or four months on it, worked really hard on it. Like we were like, no, we need to fucking redo this shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like my friend, that bathtub scene when he's going in, this kid has my my friend, my good friend fucking Kyle has my thousand dollar camera, free handing it over a bathtub full of water, going like this. I'm like, I'm sitting there like with fucking short shorts on, so you actually think I'm naked. I'm like, Kyle, if you drop my fucking camera, dude. Like, it's fucking, like, I was. I'm going to beat your ass and Daisy dude, Dukes. Real, but he did an amazing job at that. I look at that scene, and I'm like, dude, yeah. he was crouched, like, between my toilet, like, moving that. Like, dude, I was like, dude, that's great. But what I was saying is that it didn't, like, it was, we used footage of that. We used footage of the French riots, like, from, like, six months ago in that thing. And just because we had that on Twitter, it was marked as sensitive media. And, like, a lot of people didn't see it because it was marked as sensitive media. And, like, we reposted it. And then I realized, I was like, it's because that, like, it it was marked like that. Like, in a second, marked as sensitive media. And I can tell by looking at, um, like, because I'll I'll view the numbers of, like, my tweets and everything. And realize, like, when my main good time to tweet is and everything like that. And I was like, dude, there's no way. I retweeted this my own self, like, so many times. I was like, how does this just seem by, like, a thousand people? I was like, I have 6,000, almost, like, 5,000 followers at that point. I was like, there's, there's no way. A thousand people weren't online, dude. I guess, but dude, but some people were seeing it, and I was like, dude, there's, there's something up. I was like, dude, it's. They hated that, that yeah. revolution scene. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? 
dude but uh but my friend like we made it and we were talking about it not going off but he he mentioned he was like dude we watched this thing like we spent like about four months on it he goes this is probably one of the only videos that we watched probably a thousand times making this like every scene like a thousand times and we laughed every single day that we watched this oh shit. so you were the a thousand viewers <laughs> no, like, like pre-editing it like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> but like we were like like and to me that's special i was like yeah dude that's right we laughed ever like even though no if if truly no one else had liked it i was like dude we really laughed this shit and we were like oh my god because it was just stupid idea and like it was the first time we were like all right it's not necessarily a comedy sketch it's more like us trying to make it look better you know what i'm saying like make the film you know, shit like a lot better and like try to get better in that aspect. We got some horror film makers. Oh yeah, coming in. We got we got a lot. We dude, got a can lot that, dude, I really want to make some like that's my next the, the, like that's the thing I would do after comedy is horror. I work in a haunted house. Well, really, yeah, okay. not no more. Well, not no more. I can go work there, but I'm too busy right now this right, this right. year. So. I work in there, and I'm, I'm I'm a little freak fuck. So you can use my big ass if yeah. you want to, dude. I definitely down, man. Yeah, for real, yeah. I'll be your actor. No yeah, dude. I look dude, at me, I dude. People. I look like I fucking I you read tarot cards, dude. <laughs> looks like I'll, I'll how he says it. looks like I'm gonna put a fucking a, a bag in your pocket, yeah. and you're gonna wreck on the way home yeah. or something. You know, it, it look, you basically look like Mr. Potato Head if he fucked a white supremacist. No, no, no offense. Oh. Doesn't he look like a bugaloo? You know, dude. What is a bugaloo? Okay, dude. So Joe, I was watching Joe Rogan, and somebody on there mentioned that Hawaiian shirts are racist now. Like he, being serious? Yeah, I like, love fuck. everybody, dude. But I, I this so so he pulls up this this article, and I'm, and it talks about the Bugaloos, who they're a new group or whatever. I don't I don't know the no, details, I no but I keep giving him shit about it because he loves these Hawaiian shirts. And finally, he looked it up. He's like, dude. What I'm not a bungalow, dude. <laughs> I was mad. I what was offended. <laughs> dude, I love everybody, dude. It's just the, the, the colors go with my tattoos. I look like a fucking... Off I look like it, Fabio. First impression. What do you think of him? Like, not even knowing anything, just looking at it. Well, I was like... The fact that you run a podcast is like... It this makes, dude's it gonna makes, rob me? Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Dude, what's funny, though, is I literally... Um, I brought it up to my girlfriend. She's like, do you know these guys? I was like, I don't think so. It's like, it looks like some big white dude with tattoos all over her face. She was like, all over his face? I was like, yeah. She was like, what is the, he was like, I think he has one on his mouth. <laughs> and I was like, she was like, what does it say? She like said something. I was like, no, I think it says toxic. And she was like, oh, she said, like, I don't even remember. It's nothing bad. You know right. what I'm saying? But I was like, I like it. I like it. I was like, I kind of like it. I was like, does it mean he's like, you know, now you yeah. know the story. I was going to ask. I was like, I was like, I like, I mean, the toxic mouth. The only ones that yeah. have meaning are the ones on my face. I got okay. a few for like family members, just like I got a unicorn okay. for my niece. Okay. With, but uh, the ones that really mean, every one of them were random. My that's my that's my plan for the for the body. It's just okay. random, right okay. right off the top of the head. Whatever I tell my tattoo artist, he draws it. Okay. Then we put it on. And uh, but my face means the most. Okay. It means means the mo I I woke up in the hospital twice, so okay. it's life after death with the roses, and then uh, space. I I believe more in space. Okay, and I'm a can I'm a cancer. I got a cancer sign. This one means protection from witchcraft, or like protection in battle, or just like through life protection. And then this one means uh, illusion. It's an okay. illusion spell, and this is the avatar. Okay. I'm that fucking avatar. Oh, so is it like the like the old school, like the arrow, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's because he made it a little cooler. Right. Right. I was gonna say, is that an eye? Like, what's what's yeah, in the? It's middle? an eyeball. Okay. 
Yeah, it's an eyeball. It's a play on the uh, combustion bender. Remember when Aang, th- that dude was hired to kill him, and his his third eye would blow out fucking rays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a play okay. on that. Okay. That's, when did you get that? Oh, shit. So was this way back in the day? So you were watching Avatar before the whole fad. Oh, like, that isn't new. I watched when I was 15. Okay. When okay. it first how, how came up. I'm 27. 27? I'm 33. 33? Okay. Okay, I'm 25. I, I just thought I would okay. ask. Because that way, like, I kind of understand, like, you know, because we talk about wrestling too, so like yep. it gives me an idea that we're r- roughly around the same age, so the same, yep. same interests and shit like that. Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Jeff Hardy. Whoop, whoop. Okay. Yep. I like, I like the Hardy, Hardy boys. Dude, I like Jeff, the Dudley Jeff was boys. At the gathering, the first year of the gathering of the Juggalos. Really? Bro, me we and my went. friends were about to actually try to go to that. <laughs> oh, we go. Really? Yeah, we, we get down. Go every year. We got Bro. a juggalo bus. We got a bang bus, dude. I'm going. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to make a traveling well, podcast. It was, it was, it was, in, it was canceled right? this year. Right, so. but it was supposed to be in Indiana? It was in Indiana. And it was in Indiana. Okay, yeah. because me and my friends, have you guys ever seen American Juggalo on YouTube? Mm-mm. Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Dude, it's like it's just like a 20, it's on YouTube, full thing. It's like 20 or 30 thing, and they're just going around to one of those, and they're just asking people. And me and my friends, we wanted to make a thing called like, um, infiltrating the juggalos, like kind of acting like outsiders, but posing as juggalos because, yeah. like, I kind of grew up on that. I grew up that on is backyard. Gorgeous, dude. I, please come with <laughs> us and do dude, that. I, I grew up on back, like, I had like five friends, like, dude, let's fucking go. Because I have another friend that kind of grew up backyard wrestling video game with them and shit like we, that. We take about 14 people at Jeez, a time. Jesus fucking Christ. We drive down awesome, there in a dude. bus, in a get there the day before. So we're there on opening day. That that's party, awesome, be, that party when you're waiting to get in, that's the best yeah, party. Really? The, the parking lot party, that's what you want to film. That's when you get weird. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. My friends Plus are the really artists about are all driving around without their makeups really? and shit. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, because I'm not like too in, I didn't, I've never indulged, indulged too deep into juggalo culture, but I'm definitely aware and big fans of um them on the backyard wrestling video game. Like, that was a Dude, big they're part really, of my childhood. They're really, they throw a great show. Yeah, yes, that's what that's I've heard. It, they too. throw they throw Promoters. a great fucking show. They know what they're fucking doing. I'll support their shit. I'm not gonna listen to it in my truck on the way home. Right, right. Like, but yeah, I'm so gonna go there, and I'm I gonna, will get the fuck down when I Fago Armageddon comes, dude. <laughs> no, because you're getting when, sprayed with Fago the whole time. It's the honestly, it's awesome. ruined. It's you're fighting ruined for your fucking for life, dude. I don't want to go to anybody else's concert because it's not as fun. Really? Fuck, dude. Yeah, and I mean, just letting loose and like. From what I've seen, it's it's very like, fa- like almost like a family. Yeah. I guess that's the juggalo family. Yeah, it's cool. It's a chance. Dude, they even change. It's yeah, our family whoop. thing. Yeah. It's oh, our okay. family thing. Okay. That's like it's our, our our people in our fucking group have one of these. It's that's just fucking be- awesome, dude. The pillars have one. Yep. Besides Kevin Keck. Oh yeah, Kevin does it. Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. Kevin that's Wallace really either. awesome. But it, it, dude, the gathering of the juggalos is the craziest fucking time of your life. Thirty thousand fucking dude, idiots, dude. Wh- uh, the reason it, without the music, we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were about to go not this past year, but the year before. But my friend uh, they got were there. His, they were there. It, my friend uh, got his second DUI and couldn't go, and he was like a driving force, like, dude, I want to go, and that, that was my cameraman actually. Cause he was like, dude, let's go. I was like, dude, let's let's do the full fa- fucking face paint. No, he's not driving for a while. No, not at all, dude. <laughs> dude the the, the you want to hear the story of a second DUI? So it, it involves me. I was asleep 4 a.m. I get like I'm, there's like banging on my door, and I thought it was my mom coming home drunk. This is like two three years ago, obviously, because um, that's the gathering you missed. I thought it was my mom drunk. I come outside, and it's my friend. 
I don't even know why I'm say, talking about his DUI story, but it, don't, it's a funny one. Don't say one. his name. Yeah. yeah, just don't say his name. No, he knows who he is. My homie. Yeah, he's he's. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, but he uh, I come outside and my he was fucked up, dude, and he crashed his car into my stepdad's car because he lives on you know I'm like childhood <laughs> friends with him. He lives on the fucking <laughs> next block. Somehow he crashed his car in my stepdad's car, tail whipped, hit his other fucking hit my neighbor's car, totaled three cars. Like oh. he, he said, he was speeding through that thing, and I almost got PTSD basically from coming outside and just seeing like my best one of my best friends like just sitting on the curb because there's a chance he could have been dead and I could have maybe seen him right. dead on You're the right. curb. Yeah. And at four a.m. and I was like, that's fucked. And I mean, I mean, we joke about it. I he's definitely a better person because of it. And I that mean, rush of heart that that rush of heartbeat that shit your brain remembers that weird shit. Yeah, I can't I can't access the memories to the. Really? The accident. I, I, I it's hiding that. from. He doesn't there. remember the Mac accident at all. No, I, I woke up. I woke up a couple of days later and and didn't it, know how to talk. Couldn't breathe. And like he, which you're obviously still fucking lucky. Well, as yeah, hell. I'm and fucking you can, dude. I can. Know I know my name. I know. Right, dude, right. I'm, I'm. He he was able to walk away, dude. He fucking rammed into my stepdad's car. The tire went through the car. Tail whipped other car and then totaled his car through that. Like he and he was able to like walk away and I always joke to him because like he like he obviously ran a yield sign and was going super fast because he was fucked up and like he feels really bad about everything. But I'm like, dude, you were probably like you probably lit a cigarette because he lives on the other block. I was like, dude, you probably lit a cigarette. You probably turned on the um, highway star. Like nobody gonna take my car and <laughs> just fucking speed. And I was like, dude, it's really obviously we have really fucked up humor. You know what I'm saying? To joke about this shit. And I was like, dude, like we we obviously still joke about it. And I'm not, I'm driving his ass around all the time. Skip that. <laughs> Skip that. Nobody's gonna, gonna take, take my job. But it's gonna take me. To <laughs> Ooh, everything. Right, right when he hits, right, right when he hits a car and he goes like this, and you slow motion it, and I love her, and I need her. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? It's one of those. Like we were talking about beautiful twisted moments where you walk away with a more fresh respect. And honestly, his oh, parents, dude, he's swallowed his nutsack. Oh, he, easily, but his parents can afford it too. Oh, yeah, Kyle, I'm calling you out. Kyle. Oh, his parents can afford it. Oh, fuck, name Bob. There's a fucking uh, million Kyles, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, Lori and Jim, I love Lori and Jim. Shout out Lori and Jim. <laughs> well, now you know his parents. Lori and Jim. <laughs> we are fucking killing you kyle right now <laughs> they, they let me film in his basement they're just like oh ken like there's times where in the millennials with christ where i'm like screaming for my fucking life dude and that's in their house and he walked upstairs and he's like does it sound like ken's trapped in the basement and they're like yep because <laughs> they're just here ah, perfect <laughs> i have like three videos coming out i mean the white privilege one i have socialism is cool um, which is a little more political stuff. I mean, it gets really silly at the end. Like, it's fucking, it's really some slapstick almost. Because that idea, we were supposed to do, like, a failed cable TV shows, like, sketch idea. And then, uh, like, for time restraints, it all fell apart. So I kind of just took that idea and, like, we had to, like, scatter and try to make something out of it because it was a halfway decent idea. And then I'm um, going to try to film, I'm going to try to get it out before the election. I don't know if I can, but an Antifa training video. Oh my god! Yeah, so that, I love you, dude. Dude, so I I hope to try to. I'm right. I have to like just order all the stuff. Like I already got a shirt that says uh, "Everyday Anti-Fascist." Um, have to order my Soviet Union flag tonight and shit like that. But um, so yeah, just those three videos, and then you know winter's coming up, so we're gonna focus more on the green screen, being filming inside, obviously, right. um, and just just basically. Oh, you got a green shit. screen? Yeah, we I was thinking about. That would be cool for us to do too, every once in a while. You and know, honestly, throw up on our. Yeah. Minute video, second, 30 second video. Yeah, yeah. And 
th- that's something I'm trying to do too. Cause like I have a lot of opinions and I just try to just shut the fuck up most of the time and just not talk about my actual opinions and just make fun of stuff. Yeah. Cause a lot of times like, what's up know, dude, we're the same dude. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Like fuck I just, my opinions. I, it's, I mean, I like, I love people expressing their opinions, but there's so much fake stuff right now, man. You know what? False you narratives you know what I do? I'm just like water. I'll, I'll form to anything. But if it gets to something that, like, I don't want to talk about, I'll just fucking leak. I'll leak out. Right. It doesn't <laughs> I'm mix. out, dude. Yeah. But I'm still going to form the next thing. I'm going to, I'll talk to you. I have nothing. But I'm just like, I don't want to talk about this because I'm, one, I'm not read up on it. And two, yeah, you know, yeah. you're, you're listening to a fucking dude that, that's Isn't half retarded. Yeah. Bro. And, <laughs> like, yeah, and not read like up. Like the government's it, so. trying to tell me, bro, <laughs> you're a right. fucking retard. You need to, you need to, Figure this out. I, I will, like, if you guys are really into politics or whatever, but I have to give a shout-out to um, my friend from Wyandotte, from my hometown, who is an independent reporter and has been going around to all these protests and riots and filming, and he's basically he's up to 70,000 followers on Twitter, and he's been on Anderson Cooper, CNN, all these news things, um, and he, he's making a, a – I don't want to say a living because he's basically just – he was doing it before, and all the shits are taken off, but because him and – like, he – he made me follow other independent reporters and do the shit you see that he films is like, you don't hear about it at all at yeah. fucking all yeah. dude. Cause he's independent. There's no one censoring him and he's just taking videos dude, and he's, he's like shot to fame because of it. But dude, like it's, it's insane. We went to the protests and the shit we saw, we walked in there and there was a cop car. In Michigan fire. state. Really? Yeah. And wait, like recently at the Capitol when, it, Capitol, when everything first we, began, when it yeah. first started. Yeah, we I, we went I to go protest. We had a stance. We went there. They they were dude. Dude, he's a boss for fucking going there and doing that shit because they get dude, tear gassed. They that get fucking. And he's been threatened with assault. Had his car windows broken out and everything. But dude, if you're if he like he yeah he has a whole story and he has a very same perspective. Plug us in, dude. I would love to talk to him. Okay, uh, that's okay. that's political, but I mean that's that, just dude, the story. That's dude. just it's the background. The that's just the back. That's just behind it's, the scenes, dude. He's gonna tell. Like I even asked him. I was like, when he was in Portland, because dude, it's crazy. You guys have seen his videos. Because you guys hear about the Kyle Rittenhouse kid that shot a yeah. guy. He's the one that got that video. Okay. If you uh, ever see at BG on the scene, he is the one that got that Kyle Rittenhouse video. I saw that in the morning, and I woke up for work. Two days later, he's the one that got the video of Rand Paul getting surrounded um in dc but oh, leaving shit. the republican so he was across country in two days and had two viral videos go like that but he Dog, is the that one. dude fucking booked it dude <laughs> no, he, no, he, he even said bro yeah for real but he even that said dude, he was all like, that he's a grinder dude he is he's but he's been doing it before this shit he he was he was just following presidential elections he was living in his car he went to new york university and was just living in his car filming this and he's a really He's a, he's the little brother of a really good friend of mine, like a pretty decent friend of mine. So Plug like, us dude, in. I, I will. He's, he's on right now. He might be a little busy because yeah, this yeah, is what he right. does. And, dude, yeah, he you're right. he passed me in Twitter followers only like two or three weeks ago. That's a future a guest ago. for sure, though. That dude, 70,000 followers, dude. I'll, I'll definitely try to do something, dude, because I'm even trying to do something with him. I'm like, dude. Shit, this you is, can come on, too, and we can yeah, all talk to this dude, motherfucker, for, dude. For real, man. Because that shit's fun and he even told me though we like, don't even have to talk political we can just talk about the stories yeah, right exactly. now we just talked exactly how that's okay right, we don't right. want to get deep into opinions it. of yes. like certain yeah. incidents and right. shit like that yeah. yeah i totally understand because at the end of the day especially like 
like there's so many false narratives, dude. Like I, I like, and I see them following these independent reporters. You see what sides, actually happens everywhere. It, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's not just one side. It's yeah. It's there's a million fucking videos of the same thing every time. Yeah, it, yeah, sh- yeah. Just we're, we're done and, talking I mean, about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll move on, move on. Because I, I, I do, I do talk about it, but I don't have nothing to say. Um, yeah, like for real. Once I say something, I'm just like, oh wow, you guys. Or I'm done. Right, right. I don't right, right. out of content. I don't. I. <laughs> I don't vote because I've never cared. Like I've never. I hated history class. I hated that really? shit. Yeah, see, I'm a little off. I love it. Yeah. But as a comedian, I like. I really like pop culture too. So like in my stand up, like even in jokes on Twitter and shit, like I try to like mention. Um, like fucking like mention popular movies, you know what I'm saying? Take one thing and take another and put it together. Take topical right. event, right. so a, a generic Forrest Gump, whatever reference, and then try to make it yep. funny to everyone while still being topical to where people are going to want to laugh at it. And it's not necessarily a Forrest Gump joke. I just use that as an example. I I don't have any Forrest Gump jokes. Oh but, shit! But that, but that's like a movie everyone fucking knows. Real quick, I got a question for you guys though. Okay, have you guys heard the rumor that Tom Hanks is a pedophile? Yeah. 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 Okay, so. If he comes out as a pedophile, could you guys still watch Forrest Gump and enjoy it? Mm. I, I love you, Jenna. I, I, I think I, I love could. that movie. I know it's like it's one honestly, of the greatest movies of all time. It's one of my favorite movies. As a it's matter like, of fact, since you brought it up, like top I, ten I, I at want least. To, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. So, so would you? You you said yeah. Yeah. You would. I think I would too. And I think that people have a lot of time, like a lot of times, especially nowadays, um, people have a hard time separating, like the art and the artist. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's a lot of fucked up people that make a lot of funny shit. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't necessarily hang out. He with them, already but, like, got paid jillions of dollars, bro. Yeah. Just fucking watch that VHS. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a great movie, man. Yeah. It's, it's such a great movie. But I feel like I, I asked You're my, right. He's not making any money off of it anymore. Oh, yeah. no. I'm triggered because he plays the retard and he's not retarded. <laughs> yeah. You guys know that. Because uh, I'm a brain injury victim. <laughs> I'm fucking mad. You could be offended after that. I'm not. I I'm mean, not. you could you could probably get like ten to fifteen likes on Facebook if you act oppressed towards that, or like call the victim. <laughs> Some people, that's enough, man. In the arms of the angel. <laughs> you know, that dude. Uh, uh, my friends are moving in. They had their animals in a, in a cage, and I just Snapchatted All cats and dogs. Yeah, in the same but but cage. they're they're. A little Their things. dog is this big. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're tiny, and it's a big, giant cage, you know, but it fit all three of them just fine, but they were sad. They were all sitting looking at right, me all right. sad, and I, I'm an animal lover. Right. So I went there, and I put on my Snapchat video. I said, in the arms of... And then, <laughs> and then my buddy's wife, she was moving in. She's like, T-Rub, stop fucking with us right now because she was stressing out. She was moving all day. I just came over there and kept running around the house on the phone with him like, look at all this work. I, I'm crippled, so I can't really help do anything like that. They were all moving in, working, right. and I'm walking, moving in front of them like, look, Josh, look at all the fucking work I did, dude. If it wasn't for T-Rub, Ryan wouldn't be moved, you know, like, and just had though like they, they probably all wanted to beat me up but poor little guy's crippled yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna fucking ride that wave until i can't fucking ride it no more dude well what, what kind of uh comedy do you guys like like uh, who are you guys fans of shit the, the, anything anything I, okay. if, I'm I'm like, the i like way. listening to people talk if i listen okay. to a fucking podcast i'll listen to somebody talk i'll listen to, i like listening to just I like andrew schultz 
Oh, he's good, and especially uh, lately too. He adapted Schultz really is well. more Schultz him, is more related I, to I me. Like, like I'm more related comedian. to that. If he tried and tried to write a joke, Andrew Schultz is his like preset. Okay, so like. Okay, I get what you're you saying. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He builds on top. That's basically who he is with T-Rep's spin on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, uh, but everyone can do comedy, dude. If you like, yeah. Every, oh, yeah. Especially, like, open mics. A- anyone and everyone can I'm just funny. Minutes. I'm just funny at a... He's a crowd worker. I'm funny off... My whole life is a freestyle. Like, I just... I'm, I'm doing it. Right. Uh, I ain't playing this. I'm just doing it. So, I'm just funny off cuff. Right. Uh, yeah, no, they I said, "Yo, T Rep, we're having fun." Like, I, like I didn't, I don't drink or nothing, and uh, I was just stoned. And my buddy's getting married, and we're all fucking having just a good time. Everybody looks good. I had purple suspenders on. I was, dude, I was killing it, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> and then Ryan was like, "Yo, T Rep, if this Elvis impersonator sucks." Fucking! He didn't talk like Elvis. Uh-huh. I, I yeah. was just about that. to ask why yeah. didn't he, he didn't do, when he do, started singing. I will say that's when the the kind of Elvis. But came he sung out. two he started, lines, he dude. Flared his <laughs> and he wasn't couldn't really understand what he was saying. Boom! No, but they we, were on him. But what happened is Boom. we had our buddy. <laughs> we had our buddy. He drank. He drank like a pint, a little bit of over a pint of Hennessy. Okay. Before he showed up. And as soon as, because Ryan was talking shit, like if if this dude don't don't come out like Elvis, dude, he rep roast him because I was just on a roast trip the whole time. I was just roasting everybody. Nobody was safe. I'll roast a kid walking down the street. Look at this little kid. <laughs> but uh, I forgot what I was we're about. roasting Elvis and, oh, and yeah. Doomsday. Doomsday. Shout out Doomsday. I got your shirt on. Our our friend walks out the. He's a little bit hen drunk. He's got the hen dog in him. He's okay. got the, he's got the fire in him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he walks out and he sees Elvis. Elvis is waiting there, and he's like, "You sandbagging son of a bitch! Let's go!" And that just Elvis the was mood, scared. I there, felt right? the mood. Everybody else that we were walking with, it was all his uh, what groomsmen. Yeah. And then like we were just a team, and like it just brought the whole mood up, and then. I just was in the pool of fucking happiness, and I was like, "Dude, this is it! I'm gonna kill this fucking old dude right here." Cause he looked, <laughs> he looked sleepy before when we showed up, dude. Cause you know it, how the Elvis fair, glasses it, are. It was sleepy. late. It was like eleven o'clock. When oh, we so got he's probably there Elvis anyway. all fucking yeah, day. Dude. But it's yeah. like, it's like <laughs> he had the red ones on, so you could see his eyes, and he was just like, you know, looked like Mitch Hedberg when he's he's on stage, you know. <laughs> right, right. Sleepy Elvis, dude. Oh, so. man. If that was your fucking day job, though, dude. Like, just be Elvis all day. Well, I made him cry, dude. Yeah, apparently, oh, he, he cried. He said T-Rope was being too I mean. made him cry, and I oh. made the guy hire him. Wanted to say, dude, I'll... I'll, I'll hire you. We'll, we'll go right now. Come Move down here, and I'll hire you right now. Right. He yeah. goes, not as, Elvis is not now. Elvis is over here like this. <laughs> They were taking pictures and, and, and shit. And the whole room j- almost just about cleared. No, the whole room said this. Ooh. <laughs> and, it, and it, like, dude, you could feel the fucking, dude, it shook me. I had to walk out the room. And then I come the back in. The room's going. Then I come back in. The groom said, dude, stop. Shut that shit down. And then uh, because. He, turn, he turns around. Next thing you know, he's like. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> keep keep going. going. Because his, and then his wife explained it to us that we weren't going to stop anyway. And. And that, like we weren't gonna stop anyway. She at first she was like, "Oh my god!" That train you know? had already left. And the she was like, "Wait!" And she <laughs> then then she was like, "I knew you guys weren't gonna stop anyway, so I just let you go." We just fucking 
Dude, I, I had an interview for fucking shout out Mayo, dude. He wanted to fucking yep. hire me for a job, but Josh hired me first. You know? <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Like, it's not not awesome that he cried. I mean, we I did, cried. no, I didn't right. make I didn't mean to make him cry, right, but it right, was all totally. fun humor. I was telling him, "Well, dude, fuck he was not yeah. on the same wavelength." No, as and then, dude, if you're, else. I mean, honestly, that's I, I was mean, on cloud ex- nine, dude. That, that's usually. Like a like a moment that you tell people, and it's like almost like you have to be there, but like not really because, dude, I'm laughing just thinking. I was about in Vegas. I was in Vegas, stoned as shit. Especially just, knowing a little bit, you know. We yeah, yeah. I'm a colorful everybody. dude. Yeah, Look at yeah. me. You can tell I'm gonna come in and say something, but dude. You, Maybe the like, hey, I'm about but to. But he's never fuck. he's never mean. That wasn't. Hey, Elvis is nodding out. That's not something mean. Right. I said, yo, I said, yo, look, everybody, Elvis is nodding out. Like, because I said, yo, look, everybody, and it caught their heads because my timing was killed it. It Because people, people, their belly, they they belly that. Oh, like you could just, everybody went, you know, it was, I was, I was on one. And that was the moment he knew he wanted to do this for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. I just want to, I just want to, well, I mean. If, if if fucking I killed fucking a room full of twenty people, I I don't want to. I can't write comedy though. Right, I but it's not that. I'd he like can't. to be a he host. He never has. He's never tried. Right, right, yeah. I'd but like to. Yeah. I'd like to host. Right. Like I would like to host a like throw on of a comedy show and then host it. Right. I can say some fucking jokes right there, but I don't want to have a set or nothing right, right. like that. And I mean honestly, and I'm talking about jokes like I'm gonna talk shit about your set. Talk shit. I'm gonna talk. Right. <laughs> see how fucking Ken Wood just fucking shit the bed, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, we, we paid this guy fucking two drink tickets. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, you know. Right, right. To, for this dude to murder the whole room, I got a hundred people here for him to fucking shut you guys up. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, three something. jokes that were garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just something stupid like that. Right, and, right. And we're all just trying to. And then I like, I like to get picked on too. I'll be a heckler. He right. constantly wants people to roast him. I like, love so getting if you, roasted. If you look at him look and at come me, up dude. with a joke, I'm a walking it. meme. Say yeah. it. Put, do it. Make memes about him and send them to put us. Put my face on your Twitter and have your Twitter dude. fans make a meme I about. We, we have a we have a joke that he's five eights homo. For real, dude, because because in every way, shape, or form, I'm gay. Be- I just don't like dick. Dick, yeah. 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 He every- likes all these girly things. He, he'll, he'll sit with the girls while they're doing their makeup with his feet up in the air. Not, not like that. But, I, but, <laughs> but you like, know what I mean. Yeah. Dude, I'll but have yeah, my yeah. sister. She's like, dude. That's the oxy- he looks I like said, the complete opposite. Yeah, I said, Lena, let me do your makeup. I did her makeup. She, she said, do my do. Uh, let me do yours now. I'm like, dude, I'll do it on fucking camera. <laughs> yeah. That's content. Right. And I look yeah, sexy, dude. Content, I don't give a shit. What are you what are you gonna do? What are you gonna say about me? I had a man caress my nuts with a warm towel. <laughs> Soap. <laughs> a man. That could have that could have easily easily took advantage of me. Oh, easily. Probably it was did. great. And and I looked at him. I, I was looking at him. Great. I was looking at him in the eyes. Like, wow, dude. That's awesome. This is real. Because my ball stunk. Yeah, oh, for real. Yeah. I could smell yeah, under must. the blanket, you know, yeah. coming out. Holy shit, yeah. dude. Holy shit, I got all these wounds. Huh? How am I going to fucking wash my nuts? <laughs> Benny, come here. <laughs> Benny, come here. Grab this dude's fucking junk. That's a relationship right there. Never dude, I had that. to get, I had to, I was I was bedridden. I had to, my dad had to help me poop. Right. I couldn't, because all the pain meds, dude. <sighs> right, right. No, I feel went that. Through the fucking, my mom and dad went through it too. They got a little PTSD. I bet. Oh, I bet, dude. I bet. Oh, no, they're fucking tough, dude. They're yeah. old school. Yeah, they're- old school people are fucking tough, man. And I try to like, as a younger guy, I try to like, 
gravitate towards that because I always have the mindset of you got to get through shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. if you oh, got yeah. a job, I feel I feel like a, me and my dad talk about the same clothing, same, same like where my knee hurts, his knee hurts. Uh, oh, the rain's coming in, and dad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm I'm literally a 50 year old man in a 27 year old's body. Yeah, I feel that. And then, but people say I look 35 now. Never got that no. until after the accident. I would say like 30. Man, Dude, never got maybe. that. And then two people recently said I looked 35, and it's only after the accident they said that. Before that, I looked young. Right, right, right. But shit, you know, trauma puts a couple of years on you. Yeah. I, wear, real, I wear old man gear, too. I look like a fucking stepdad right now. <laughs> look at me, dude. Dude, I dig the Hawaiian shirts, though. I, you know, yeah. that, if especially if you can rock them. If dude, you exa- can rock them, exactly. wear them. I had a thought in my head like a year ago, because I've always wanted to try one out. You guys are making and, me bless. <laughs> but I, I walked by a Hawaiian shirt, like at like Walmart or something, because you know I'm white trash and shop at Walmart sometimes. Oh yeah, dude. But I walked by it and I was like, you know what? If I don't buy that Hawaiian shirt for ten bucks, I don't think I'm ever gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt. And I didn't buy it, so I'm never gonna, gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt. No, don't. I, I just don't. like plain shirts. I mean, you got don't the, like the Johnny on. Tsunami look over there. Maybe with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> you can come up to me like, flow. yeah, what's up, dude? What's up, bro? <laughs> what's up, up dude? You want to fucking hit the waves tonight, dude? <laughs> Your electric forest character, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, I like that guy. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. Fucking chat. I wish yeah. I could do something else with him. Dude, that's it's the funny. second time I got I, commented I, on my fucking swag. Yeah, my daughter, <laughs> right on the podcast, right live, was like, you're always dressing awesome. Everybody listening, <laughs> I'm wearing a, a Hawaiian shirt, some khaki jeans, and some camo Crocs. Yep. Ooh. You don't want these crops, these crocs to stomp a mud hole in that butt. Just saying. Beautiful. It's uh, awesome. <laughs> like a poem. I put that I, on a I'm, mug. I'm trying to do a poem. It's going to be like me doing this. And let the last word of the sentence just drags on. You should narrate like a 1970s <clears throat> softcore porno. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. Like the mustache. I remember, okay, my first experience with a 1970s porno. Is I was over at my dad's apartment, and uh, he went up to his friend's apartment, and he left me alone. I went to go put in a movie, and uh, what was in there? It was a VHS, 1970s porno called, like, Suck My Cock or I'll Fuck Your Face or something like that. <laughs> Plugged that boy in. It was like, bam, bam, bam. It was, dude, it was so classic. Bushes bam, everywhere. Bam, bam. <laughs> bam, bam. My dad, like... He like rushed in. I had the door locked. He like knocked on the fucking door. He was like, "Oh, he's like, oh yeah, dirty movie was in there." I was like, "Oh yeah, put it in there." I was watching that shit. I, I hurry up and fucking. Yeah. I was jerking <laughs> off. But I still re- dude that I'm on PTSD from that shit, dude. I still remember that guy's bush. I still remember the little conversation dude, of like prominent. the the little conversation <laughs> where they're just talking about oral sex, and as a like a young kid, you're like, "This is it." This but is it, you know. Me, me and my brother one time knew that knew where the stash was. Oh yeah, got fucking biker bitches. They were just sitting on bikes, getting fucking railed. We were just little <laughs> kids, and then and then oh, I was man. looking out the I was looking out the, the my parents' window, like the their their room window. And, and then I seen them coming. Duck, duck! They're coming! They're coming! And then we both hurried up and get done. We're just sitting. Like, nothing happened. Like, no TV. I'm like, what are you guys fucking doing, dude? <laughs> I remember, okay, another time. Scene is important. Another weird. It's, First it's time weird. I've seen titties. It's weird how we went down this rabbit hole. But another story, how we were talking about how we're like our dads. Um, staying over at my dad's. And uh, I found his stash. 
And uh, you guys, were, we were talking about wrestling earlier. You guys remember Tori Wilson? Oh, yeah. Tori Wilson? Tori oh, Wilson yeah. was like Logan my, Joe. dude, my celebrity crush as a child. Celebrity crush. And she came out with that Playboy, right? Dude, Lita could have fucking murdered I me. I loved all those girls for, in for that real. time period. For real. Yeah. Dude, Stacey Keebler. Yep. Goddamn. Oh. <laughs> but Tori Wilson was my, ki- <laughs> my childhood crush, like number one favorite. She had that Playboy come out. Obviously, I was a young kid, never able to buy it. What Playboy does my dad have? You cranked yeah. it. The fucking Tory Wilson one, dude. I was, oh man, dude. I beat my dick like it owed me money, man. Dude, I, fucking, I had to use a wrestle. God. I had to use a wrestling, one of the wrestling girls to get hard when I was about to run stoves with somebody when I was younger. <laughs> For real, dude. That's a real story. I want story. that quote on a mug so like, I had fucking to- bad. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> But for real, like I had to use. I, I remember. I think it might have been Lita, but and, and or something, because oh, it was somebody I really liked. But we had a, we we were just dudes living in a basement, and we had a fucking whole bunch of fucking just magazines. stacked up magazines, and the one I just flipped, and she was doing spread eagle, and I was like, dude, I gotta, it's gotta, it's gotta happen, because my cousin was just he was real hairy and scary, and he woke me up out of a dead sleep and had his dick in his hand. He was like, dude come do this and i was like okay and, you know and i was scared i was young dude i was scared oh man it's funny and sad and weird at the same yeah, time dude. i fucking love it that's that's awesome like my life man <laughs> it's fucking hilarious i remember one time i found some other one of my friends stash and fucking his, like it was his dad's stash and when the pages were sticking together i want to damn son <laughs> Straight pay on the pages. Josh nuts on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he just said it today, uh, bro. Stomach. Sick I mean, fuck. Only I hope. if I'm laying down. I'm laying down. Then you put the shirt under the chin. You walk to the bathroom. You know. Yep. See. I mean, you know. it happens sometimes. Dude, like, you guys are fucking disgusting, dude. dude. I mean, like, I. You can't even jack off. You you're not even allowed to be in the room. I feel like. You're right. Yeah. I feel like there's ways for you to jack off, like. You know, I mean, I don't want. I I would. That's like a decade for it to happen. That that okay. So listen, it's about. It's all about the journey, not necessarily definitely. I got out of the hospital, so I wasn't thinking about that. Is false. I spent a year. I spent a year and a couple months in the hospital. Right, right. And then I come home. So a year, like a year's a lot of time too. Wow. Okay, dude. Oh, I had I had burn wounds for a year and six months. I had wounds. Are are they technically third degree? Oh yeah, were they third degree or like? Is there a fourth degree? Do you like guys down know? Down to the bone. There's okay. Seventh, seventh degree is oh, is uh, uh the burn is a third degree. The okay, bone like, is a third degree okay, burn. Okay, okay, okay. And I had third degree, thirty nine percent of my body. Wow. And it's all it's just my legs and shit real bad. Right. But that, I was, I couldn't walk. I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 What were we talking about? Um, jerking off, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I get home. <laughs> Your journey well, to get, get home, back to jerking off. I get home in a year. About. I get home in a year and a couple months. <laughs> and my sister's at work and my dad's at work. And I'm in a hospital bed in the living room. Right. There's a 62-inch TV. And I'm, I am I slammed on the fucking hottest porn. I, that's the first time my dick got hard since the accident. Jeez. So like a year and a couple months. Wow. And I was like, dude, this is it. I'm fucking I'm taking this out you know like and it took me I had beads of sweat it took me 20 minutes to get it and I was like it's not not even worth it dude it's not like me I'm not gonna go 20 minutes to yank in my foot because it's not consistent like my right. left hand isn't consistent right right, the, right these two perform at the same level right right 
And, like, it's not like I'm sitting here fucking just constantly trying to jack off to get better at it. I don't want to. Right, right, right. Oh, is, that's that's hilarious. Yeah. And but but my life don't my life don't revolve around fucking the way you just put that. Let me yeah. fucking let me let me throw some dick at you, sweetheart. You know right, my right. life don't revolve around there. Like now, I just want to be I just want to be happy. Right, right. Fuck, and, dude. And porn. And It'll shit fucking. Like that. It, it, sometimes I'll put on a porn. Right. And just I, check I it out and be like, oh, I got a boner. I'm done. I'm right. not gonna pull it. I'm not, okay. I'm not doing it. Especially, dude. Porn like can be addicting, dude. I've heard stories of like straight up like addiction, like disconnecting from reality because you're yeah. so like yeah. involved in like a fantasy you but know? i'm done like i don't even i i'm i'm like surprised when i like i'm a virgin now like that's what it right. feels like like i i when i see a, a set of titties i'm like oh, yes. <laughs> like yes dude not Damn. not like that but like i'm like yes dude. well that's how i was when i was a virgin yeah. you know right, remember right. when you're a teenage kid and you give me, your you give pants me. rub against your your dick just for no reason and you're like what the fuck a swift like, breeze runs God damn in the it, i gotta go up there and make a Dude, speech i literally got a when i was like i think 12 13 years old i got a boner in the in the line for mcdonald's I switched from I, hot, I switched I from like, you dude. wearing swishy pants to jeans because of a boner yeah no i, I accidental boners that. accidental yeah. boners man narbs no apparent reason boners <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of fucking life dude that's sweet <laughs> So anything else to Ke- say? Keithy wants to know uh, why comedy. Because so, look at okay, him, he's goofy so, looking, bro. By the way, Keith has been in every episode that we have done. He's been here. He's been watching the whole time. Really? So nice. shout out to Keith. Shout out. Keith. Shout out Keith. Every time, the I'm, whole I'm, time. I'm putting that riggedy riggedy Rex on on my. Yeah. Yep. He brought us stickers last night. Yep. We were we had a UFC. Oh, I think I saw we watched actually. the UFC fights yep. last night. You into UFC at all? I used to be really into it, but I have nowhere to fucking watch fights. Really, none of my friends are really into it. Where they're going to buy pay per view? I'm not going to fucking buy pay per view for myself. Right, right. The ESPN Plus thing. I had ESPN Plus for a couple months, and I watched. If you want to drive an hour? We watch it, dude. Maybe because uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a bad drive. Like it was literally, if it's a straight shot, then like you know. But yeah, I do fuck with uh, UFC a little bit. I love Conor McGregor. I guess my favorite all. Uh, I didn't mean answer. Well, then question. you better go watch fucking boxing for real. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, he didn't even answer. Yeah, I'll, I'll answer the question. Um, I was a huge fan of it as a kid. Um, stand up, like I really loved. Kind of embarrassing to admit it, but I really loved Dane Cook, Gabriel Iglesias, um, Dave Chappelle as a little kid, Cat Williams, and then all the Bo Burnham, um, oh, Comedy yeah. Central presents all, all of them. Yeah, yeah. and um, fucking I Steven when I was. Lynch. Yep, yep. Yeah. And when I was Jimmy Carr and all that shit, when I was like seven or eight years old, my mom never really used to pay attention to me. So I was like playing Grand Theft Auto and like watching Mad TV. I thought Mad TV was SNL until I found out like what SNL was when I was like 10. Mad TV um, was dope, though. Yeah, exactly. And it was a little bit raunchier. So I always really wanted to do comedy. And then I don't remember what, like, especially stand up, but I don't remember what age, but I was like 12, 13, 14. And obviously, I was I was a really awkward kid, and I remember like the thought of like I don't want to do that. I don't want to get up on a stage with a microphone and have everyone judge me because I was a fat kid, long ass hair in front of my face. So, but then after like I always kind of wrote through high school and like wrote movies and shit. Um, and then when I was nineteen, I like was thinking about getting into it, and I found through Judd Apatow the Freaks and Geeks because that's like how Seth Rogen, James Franco, and all them started their career. Yep, yep. And so I found out what that was, introduced my friends to it, and one one day. Literally watching Freaks and Geese, it literally just hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. I was like, I need to do comedy. Like, like literally 
I just fucking need to do comedy because like, it just felt like all I know I want to do is like write movies and I love sketch comedy. You know what I'm saying? I love the art of it. And like, it just, it hit me like a sack of bricks. And then that's when I got contacted my friend and started. And I honestly, like lately I've been thinking about it because, um, like I just turned 25 and like, I had a lot of balls as a 19 year old to be like, I'm going to fucking do this and then get friends. And then it doesn't that's work early. out. That is early. And then get friends and it not work out and being like, okay, you guys don't want to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Like th- th- it's, you know what I'm saying? Right. Cause w- when you're really passionate about something and you're working with people who are not as passionate as you, it, 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 it can fuck you up it gets, too. It gets a load. It it's, starts getting loaded. Yeah. Cause it's like, why aren't we doing this? Will we ever do it? And then like, especially if they're negative people, you know, negative energy, it don't, it brings you down. Yeah, yeah. And so really, when I figured out that I wanted to do it, I, I like, I had an okay, I probably had like 500 followers on Twitter just from like partying and stuff in high school and like being younger when social media was coming up. So I was like, what I'm going to start doing is put like writer and stuff in my bio and just start doing jokes. So I was like, and, like, I just don't want people to be like, Oh, Ken Wood's going to be a fucking comedian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I didn't like want them to talk shit or whatever. I wanted to see them the, the gradual slow, you, you know what I'm get saying? Deeper. Yeah, exactly. And now like six, you know, I'm basically six years in of building fucking, a career. Yeah. Six years in of fucking doing Twitter comedy, like doing jokes and then offensive jokes where people will call you out or right. like just unfollow you. And then constantly every day I'm following unfollowing people. You know what I'm saying? Have a video go viral, a tweet go viral and then going back in and you know what I'm saying? Just doing that. But I guess the reason why comedy is, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just like a passion. I feel like now I feel like it's how I express myself. It's like, I feel very motivated. I like, I, I just like being around other people. you get your fucking feelings out it, too, bro. Feelings and just you like. You fucking cried writing a joke, dude. Exactly. It helps you get exactly. your shit out. Exactly. Therapy. It makes you, and it makes me like, like I like working. Like I'm one of those people that like, if I'm not working on something, then I'm on it. I feel guilty. You feel useless. You I, feel, I yeah. just feel like I got to be doing this because I know, and it almost comes back to like me liking sports. Cause I really look up to people like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, who worked at it and worked at it. And like Dave Chappelle, like work, you know what I'm saying? Work. Being a workhorse because you know, and just, I, I like waking up feeling like I'm on a mission yeah. to like do you gotta, something. You got and, something and, to and do. also be better. I, I don't want to say be better than other people, but I want to be better than the next person. You know what I'm better, saying? No, you got to be better every day. Yeah, it, better every day. But like, I want like when I get a shot, I want to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. want to know who I am. Fucking sharpen, you know what I'm sharpen up. Exactly. The Israel Adesanya method. He yeah. did a hundred kickboxing fights before he ever entered the UFC. Right. So now he's undefeated champ. And dude, he just made this. He made Paul Costa look last shit. night, who was undefeated also. Look, really? it was silly. I, I kind of heard it was about ridiculous. That, yeah. Was it the first round or second round? I, I can't remember which round. It was. It, it I was think it was the first, first round. or second round, dude. Okay. Beat the, no, I think it was the first. He beat the shit out of him. Middleweight, right? Yeah. yeah middle yep. One eighty-five. Right, right, right. Adesanya beat the shit out of him, dude. Dude, dude dude's a little jacked, motherfucker. Who, who's your guys' favorite fighter? Like, do you guys have an all-time favorite fighter? I like just watching the. I don't have really an all-time favorite. Right, just I a fan of the sport. I like, a, like, yeah, I like, I a, like. I like a, last night, there was two little short motherfuckers that banged it out. Yeah. Little, little kid, and they just, they really, both of, both of them, show, little, little, you know what I'm yeah. saying, just yeah. smaller than right, Lightweight, featherweight, some shit yeah. like that. And they looked, they, they had the, just the shit that they were getting out of. They were putting shit together like the, it ended by a dude jumping on the dude, putting him in a fucking a guillotine. And brought him right. right to the ground. Dude was standing up. He did a standing guillotine. That's Wrapped awesome. his legs around him and threw him down. It was great. I liked it. 
especially at that point, like submission is like art, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it's really fucking art. I know it's mixed martial arts, but like dude, that's my that favorite thing to watch. Really, I like Ray has got fucking out. destroyed too by that fucking Polish fucker. Oh, it was that the light heavyweight right. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I seen him call out John Jones after that. But I, I really like uh, George St. Pierre, yep. like, from back in the day. I do like him. him. Dude, the Kyokushin karate shit, like, that's fucking... I remember playing him as a video game. He's a fucking Your beast. performance does not profess... Oh, fucked it up. Fuck it. <laughs> Your performance does not impress me. That was his his soul trash talk. That's what he's known yeah. for. Your Did performance does not impress me. He is a very disciplined fucking guy. Like, he, well, he's yeah. a beast, dude. And, he, I mean, do you guys know really, like, the Kyokushin karate background? Because I feel like I don't yeah. hear a lot of fighters, nope. like, talk about that type of background. But I know. That Samba just, wrestling just came out. Like, there's recently, a couple right? karate guys in the UFC. Like but is the it Kyokushin? Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, because I, I just remember that phrase from the UFC video games back in the day. Because I used to always pick him. And, like, I'd be able to go so fast with him that, like, I'd hit one button and it wouldn't become a full punch because I'd already be hitting the mm-hmm. other button. I don't know why I have to brag about my UFC 2009 Xbox 360 skills well, for a I second. I bought the new one even, and I really, yeah. I, I was thinking Until about before buying. I did this. I was trying, dude. I'm good, but when you get online, it's dude, a whole I different bet. ball game, and I'm trash. And how how was the ground game during that one? Because I remember it's the, it's it's more detailed. Yeah, because I was gonna say like that's always the hardest part of those games is the ground game and mm. how you get up. And he the likes the fucking ground game. I like this str- dude. Strategic that's a bitch. Shit. Yeah, that's a bitch. Because I remember back in the day, be like, oh dude, you're taking it to the ground, fucking pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> I like I like get uh, up like fights. Like I like when Khabib fucking fights because that's I, I like that he throws people on the ground and beats the shit out of him that's right. a really good fight he, right. he fights them like he's a bear just dismantles him just he he rides him the whole time that's all he does he throws him on the ground and he rides that's him. not all he does and he's got hands wait wait who are we talking about again habib, habib. habib. okay yeah habib. he is a ground and pound expert dude yep. he, he puts his head down though like he puts sometimes he'll put all his head his down and is on throw. Him. Yep. dude and i yeah i remember that kind of mcgregor fight. i was so excited if i gotta fight, pick a dude. favorite it's him McGregor? No, or Khabib? it's, it's Khabib. Khabib's a fucking beast. You see how he trains and shit, dude? Like, that's yeah. that's pretty That's insane. why, and he's humble. Yeah, and yeah. And he's all about love and his family and, and I, all that. He's all about his people. And I, all what his does people he say? are coming up now. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Every time, every <laughs> time he wins. Alhamdulillah. And honestly, I, said like, that 28 I, times. I love Conor McGregor, but, dude, I totally respect Khabib, not only beating the fuck out of him, but, like, jumping over the cage. Because, like, Conor McGregor, now. like... Let's you know, said, <laughs> like said some fucking shit and like got his ass handed to him. And he's like, all right, like that was personal and like yes. makes you realize how real that fucking shit. Was. I feel like jumped in like, Russian street style, like I, for real. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like for real. I feel like even if Habib got like his legs taken away, he'd still beat up Conor McGregor. I, I'm. He almost knocked McGregor out. He yeah. did knock yeah. him down. That's and honestly, how he choked him out too. He was just—it wasn't even a choke. Neck. His yeah, his dude. arm was on his his jaw. He tapped from the pressure. Dude, he was gonna break his fucking neck yes. almost, dude. It's and then yeah. he didn't even want to let go. Yeah, exactly, dude. That shit was that real. was that's honestly that's my favorite event. Yeah, that's my favorite pay per view because, dude, he jumped out of the fucking crowd, jumped his, on top of the motherfucker. His, his homies come from behind, jump the fence, fucking beat up McGregor. Like that's, that was some Russians. Real. Oh, you're gonna talk about this shit? I'll show you what's real. Yeah, the UFC isn't real. Yeah, yeah. you can talk shit like to a microphone, but, but that's yeah. Like also, to real. McGregor's credit, he's like, I'm not pressing charges on anyone. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because he always gets, he just got like charges pressed against him, dude. He's always fucking in trouble with the police. Yeah. And I, dude, I would love to see him fucking fight again, even if it's against Pacquiao. Why you know? would, it, would you though, if it was you? That was my phone, guys. If it was you, you know, <laughs> Sorry, you just got a $100 million paycheck. I would not fight. Not fight? Again. I would try to get as much money as you could, dude. Well, he's trying to I fight mean, Pacquiao now. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And, I mean, it's a good idea. I'd love to see him box Floyd again, dude. Even though, I, honestly, I wanted Connor to win that fight, but I'm so upset of um, that none of them, like, hit the mat. None of them got really knocked out well, in that fight. And that, it's like, I just want to see him hit them. Even if you're a ref, true. understand. You want to put out, like, boxing, at least in my opinion, it might not be the world's opinion because boxing is a very well-known world fucking sport. But, like, it, it, at least in America, it seems like it's losing the battle to UFC. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, even oh, in amateur. Oh, dude, man. they're Handily. banging the fuck out, dude. You said the last three fights last night, they banged the fuck right, out. Right, right. Like, it's, it's and I well, mean, it's interesting. Well, even the UFC puts on a, every single weekend, they're they're rolling out fights. Right, exactly. Every, even now during COVID, they were the only professional sport that didn't shut down. They shut down for, like, a week or Right, two. right, right, yeah. But I mean, it, it's like it's so much more entertaining because you have so many more backgrounds rather than just two dudes yep. hitting each other. I mean, kickboxing is pretty, um, pretty intense too. That's a good. I've been trying to watch. Good I like to watch it. That's the best stand-up. It is. Fighting. It is. It is. I've been trying to watch some kickboxing lately. You do any of the? Do any of it? Yeah. No. Me neither. No, I. I do, no, honestly, he. No, he practices fucking. He practices Brazilian jiu-jitsu on his fucking kids, dude. <laughs> you gotta coming, teach coming her, here all the time, he's got his fucking 12-year-old in Go a fucking triangle. Go try to triangle. put her in a rear naked. I mean, you gotta teach her. She'll defend that rear naked really? choke forever. That's fucking awesome, dude. dude she, she mounted she mounted up on, the, on him and just started racking his ribs out. She did. I had to throw the triangle up. <laughs> <laughs> She was hitting him hard too. Yeah, I, I was don't, like, I don't, Damn, I, dude. I go like thirty. She was 40, about to start slamming his bitch I ass. Let, I let them go hundred percent. Right. So they learn their strengths and shit, and learn about like risk control and shit, dude. Because it's a scary world out there too. Especially yeah. you said it was exactly. a girl too, yeah. dude. Like that shit. That shit's important. You know? She can almost beat up her dad. Yeah. That's, that's she could probably beat up some grown women. If she needed to, she could beat the shit out of Mariah. I mean, I've never met her, but if you know, if you if you guys ever you know like, decide to do some illegal backyard fighting where you right. got your twelve year old facing some grown woman, who, I'll, I'll throw who, some money. Who, Bertha versus Adri. Bertha. Welcome. <laughs> Is that her name, Bertha? Bertha. I'm gonna find one. It's, she's. It's got to be Bertha. Mm-hmm. WWE style. We can make her name Bertha. I guess. Yeah, right, dude. But. I have thought about honestly trying to get into a little like professional wrestling, like amateur, just because I grew up on it and I know someone who runs um, a show. Like it's a really good. It's my brother's like best friend, childhood friend who runs. Well, what would your gimmick be, dude? I don't know. Audition, I, audition for me right now. Okay, so I have one idea, but it's I would have to ask permission of an old wrestler who doesn't wrestle anymore through the Blue Collar Wrestling Association and Down River. So it, like, just because I loved it as a kid. And um, his name was Jimmy Starr, and he would come out in, like, furry boots and have, like, you guys know the What is Love by Hathaway? Like, what, what is love? Yeah. Baby and how, and you remember uh, the Night at the Roxbury yeah. movie where they just dun, had that? Dun, that was dun, his theme dun, music dun, coming dun, out. Dun, okay. And, like, he was a funnier guy. And that's, like, lately I've been thinking, I was like, I wonder if I could ask that guy. Because I know my brother's friend would easily, like, be like, yeah, dude. Like, you want to, like, actually practice and everything and, like, actually put the commitment. And I don't know if I want to because... 
it's a lot of commitment to go in there and like you know learn how to actually wrestle, hit your back on the ground, do how to rolls. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot. It's a lot safer now, but like never gonna know if you don't try exactly. it. Exactly, dude. I'm six foot five. Like I'm halfway athletic. You know, I run like about four miles a day. You're a tall, scrawny dude. You better yeah. hit the fucking. You better the hit the fucking weights. He's I'm got a dad bod. No, Didn't for you real, see that dude. Video? Exactly. Dude, you're right. I'd exactly. Hit. You walk out. Walk out as that gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> dad bod. Larry, the the stepdad. <laughs> Stepdad. Stepdad. Or dude, Downriver Danny. Downriver Danny. That's basically John Cena, though. Yeah. That's basically fucking original. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh, my God. Dude, honestly, watching old John Cena is like, this is cringeworthy, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing rap battles and shit. I bought his CD. Really? Yeah. I also bought the whole theme. Oh, I had one of those, too. The forcible entry or something. I had the whole fucking box set, bro. Every era. Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember those commercials. Yeah, this shit's awesome. Hulk Hogan's Dude, I still, original. When I work I out. I'm a real American. It's one of the best ones, in my opinion. Yeah. It's one of the classic ones. Um, dude, but I, when I work out, bro, I'll throw on the Triple H theme song. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll throw on the Chris Benoit theme song. It's time to play the game. Evolution. Yeah. Evolution. Hey. I like the Randy Orton one. What's hey. your favorite favorite of all time? Favorite what? Theme song? Theme dude, song. I think it has to be the Triple H, man. Like, dude, Triple I didn't even like Triple H as a kid, but now it's getting older, I just... play the game. Dude, working out, dude, that fucking, that yeah. shit will motivate me. It does, me. Cause, and the words are good, too. Yeah, it's by Mo- Motorhead, yeah. so it's fucking, it's fucking Motorhead, you know? Yeah. It's fucking Motorhead. I like the, the Evolution theme song, too. That's good. That's, That's by Motorhead. It's funny, too, because, like, through the past year slash quarantine, all my friends started to get into it, and, like, a couple weeks ago, we had a night where there, we had, like, six friends over, like, drinking and shit. And they pulled up WWE Network, and like I'm the historian, so I know where all the good shit is. I'm like, all right, just let me work. You know, I'll entertain. Rey Mysterio beating <laughs> fucking the Big Show for the goddamn title. <laughs> Who are you fucking kidding, bro? The first time Rey Mysterio jumped out the stage, like from below, that was epic. Are you talking about on SmackDown when he premiered? I yeah. think it was on SmackDown. Comes from from the stage, yeah. jump bounces out. That was so. What cool. about when Shane O'Mac and Kane had Shane a O'Mac fucking? Anything, they had really. a couple matches that, too. That WrestleMania, that pay per view was headstrong to take you on. That's how I know that song. <laughs> yeah, dude, because for real. Shane o, Shane O'Mac was. I remember he was in the hospital or something, and Kane went to the hospital. <laughs> And fucking folded them and shit like that. I was a kid. I was like, oh, my fucking Dude, God. I still remember the day I found out professional wrestling was fake. I was seven, it eight years old. You, didn't Dude, it? it did. I was like, I, I used to watch it with my babysitter. And Eric Bischoff um, got introduced as the Raw General Manager. And I was really young, so I didn't really know WCW that much. I mean, obviously, I knew the superstars that came WWE. But he was like, oh, yeah, I used to come out here and tell you guys what was going to happen on Raw. And I turned to my babysitter. I was like, how did he know what was going to happen on Raw? And she was like, it's staged. I was like, really? <laughs> like, dude, just blew my fucking mind. And They're uh, not bleeding? Yeah, like, that's real. Oh, they real. really do bleed. Yeah, yeah but dude, dude, that's stupid. Yeah, but it's so much safer nowadays. It's it's like, they don't do DDTs. I don't think they do, like, a lot of shit. They don't, they, they can't. They the, can't. The Undertaker can't do the, the tombstone, be breaking necks and yeah. shit. Yeah, dude, because that's, that's nothing short of an art form. When you can do a tombstone and not. He did it to countless neck. motherfuckers. He countless. he would throw three of them in a match, dude. dude. Yeah, and uh, I watched a clip where Owen Hart had Stone Cold Steve Austin in like a Tombstone pile driver, but instead of like going straight down to where your head's like covered by their knees, he like took a couple steps running, and he like just jumped and had all of his fucking force, and it like it bruised like Stone Cold's spine. And almost like fucking paralyzed him, dude. Ooh. And it looks so fucked up because as a wrestling fan, you're like, dude, why'd you take two steps and jump? You know, like it looked fucked up. It looked real fucked up. 
Yeah, bruising a spine. I, loved, I always loved a mankind. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, I Nick Foley is in my top ten. Yeah, you know, because like all I those characters. Not so much. Yes, I love the character play, but I didn't really so so much like like the wrestling. the whole Sako thing. <laughs> yeah. But I love mankind for what he does. The the hardcore wrestling. That's yeah. I absolutely my yeah jumping off the hell I don't cell, care today, dude. If you show throw hardcore wrestling on, I will watch it. Dude, you guys have WWE Network. We no. had dude, when I'll, we lived together. We had it for one of the WrestleManias. We got it for free for a yeah. month. Dude, I'll give it you guys my password if you guys want it. Like, it's not even mine. It's my friend's friend. Dude, it's I'm about to really move. Mate. I'm about Perfect. to really move into this bitch <laughs> for real. <dude. laughs> like straight up, dude. I've been watching. I've been like since quarantine starts. So we're gonna like start. Six, a, we're gonna months. start a WWE or we're gonna start a WWE fucking podcast. Yeah, dude, I, Keith, I bet Keith, there's so many out there already. Keith though. says Taker's officially retired. Uh, yeah, I think that's he just had Best like a doc entertainer out. ever to live. He overall, said he'll definitely do overall wrestling. best yeah, entertainer. Like I like The Rock, dude. Well, not just professional wrestling. Just and and be, I'm saying best entertainer. The Rock. Are we t- the, the music cold. too? Like no, the fucking the best entertainer. <laughs> hey. What do you got on your mind over there? Oh, I was going to say Freddie Mercury, dude. Oh, okay. Like, that's, like, oh. to me, man, if you're talking about best entertainer, like, I very look, well, look up but to But he's man. been doing it. He's been doing it for decades as the same, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody can re- recreate The Undertaker. He's just been the same. You know, he's the most. That's him, and he, he played that gimmick forever. And then he went to being a biker, and it still killed. Yeah, it did. And then yeah, he come did. back to being the dead man, he and played it Kid still Rock. killed. Duh. Yeah, yeah. and Limbiscuit, too. Bob with the Bob, bitch. Yeah. Dude. That's, our, yeah. that's our motto. On, a, on the teaser. <laughs> look at the camera. Bob with the Bob, bitch. Wow, dead yeah. space, um, dead Keith, space. Keith, he wants to know uh, if you could headline with one person. Who would it be? If or if you could you could open up for one person. Dude, <laughs> this is Super not great. realistic whatsoever, but Dave no. Chappelle. Okay. Not Dave yeah. Chappelle is like dude. Dave Chappelle's my favorite comedian. Goat comedian. I've been watching that shit. I have the Chappelle show on all DVD, like you know, all DVDs. Greatest grinder. Thing, that's kinda like your fucking that's what you want to do. That's you want to you want to do skit shows and yeah, you want to do Yeah, Dave Chappelle was the comedy. fucking best, dude. The best, like it's funniest dude on I, alive. Yeah, like now and even back then, dude. I grew up on that show. I I remember watching the fucking that shit when I was so young, dude. You and I still when, laugh at when it. he was in. I don't even. It was a, a Eddie Murphy movie, and he was playing the comedian. Maybe. Oh, uh, um, wait, no, no, no. The oh, one that's where he a blows up? Professor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all, I, I thought you were talking about Eddie Griffin, Undercover Brother, if you guys oh. have ever <laughs> seen I that. I love that I one. Yeah, that. dude, I, I used to watch that as a kid. Me and my friend Kyle used to love that shit. Powell. <laughs> it's like fucking, he has like the... When he's got the hot sauce. Yeah, I was just He's got the hot sauce that when that he's the too. white guy. Eating a sandwich with extra mayo. Yeah, it's just mayo and fucking, oh. Oh, that shit's fucking hilarious. Call me Undercover Brother because I fucking hate mayo, dude. But yeah, he does. He'll really? eat it if it's already on there. But dude, listen. Okay. Here's like the mayo. logic. I love mayo. If, good as fuck. if I go to Wendy's, this is just a lot. I'm not, nothing else so far. I I like being a. Sometimes subs are like pre-made with it on there, and uh, yeah, I just don't notice it. But the Wendy's Baconator, and when I used to eat fast food, okay, I fucking if if you messed up. Because I'd say no mayo because that's just no mayo. Right, right. Because it's just I forget routine. That, I forget that that's on there. Yeah. I was like, dude, that I love it. Routine. Oh, that's it's routine. I just say no mayo. If they messed up and put mayo on it, 
I would not be mad. It would be right. It'd be a delicious burger. It'd be right. delicious. Like just, but I'm just, I just can't say okay. Like get out, get get it without sour cream. And if they don't do it, no, sour cream is different. You like sour Cause cream? Because it's cold. I love sour cream. He love hates sour anything cream. creamy and white. White whipped cream, cream. Sauce, dude. dude. I don't use sauce a lot. You see, I love sauce. I'm, I I'm might, an extra sauce guy. I might Same. dip. If I had That's 10 if I had ten nuggets or 10 chicken strips or something, I might dip one of them in buffalo oh, sauce. Oh, man. That's Maybe just a little sauce. bit of barbecue, buffalo sauce. Barbecue, some good ass ranch. Yeah, I hate yeah. barbecue yeah. sauce. I, I like hate whatever. Barbecue. I like all the sauce. I hate barbecue sauce. I like buffalo. That's Buffalo's it. Buffalo's good. A little bit. I'll just dip it in, dip yeah. and dabble. Especially if the buffalo's made right. There's different. I, I I consider myself a buffalo a buffalo kind of buffalo. You know, like I love the different kinds of buffalo. Like I'm a nerd when it comes to buffalo for some fucking reason. You say know, buffalo again, you gotta <laughs> get out of my fucking <laughs> studio, dude. Buffalo. <laughs> buffalo. <laughs> I had some buffalo the other. It's not just a connoisseur of buffalo, you know. I just really like buffalo. I just like really, if I just could love a flavor, it would be buffalo. And and I seen when I was driving here, I seen a buffalo, and then. <laughs> I, I've I, I've honestly had a thought that I was like, someone should have like a buffalo. Fucking like, like a contest where like everyone has because there's so many different kinds of buffalo. It's like you know, Dude. You add more ranch. Do you throw some Frank's Red Hot in that bitch? Ooh. You know what I I'm like saying? The ranch buffalo. See, like yeah, the butter. Just the even the plain, just the butter, the buttery mm-hmm. buffalo. You know, the butter and hot sauce, Frank's. Right, right. You get that buttery. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, dude! I eat buffalo chicken dip like every other week. You like, ever dude, heard it's of fu- sauce? It's dangerous. I'm sure you have. You heard of Sauce Bay? It's a hot so. sauce. I don't think so. It's mango, habanero. I made it. Oh, really? No, no, not mango. So. Pineapple. <laughs> so, oh, shit. Pineapple, habanero, and turmeric. So it's like kind of like the tangy It goes on sweet? everything, dude. Everything, really? It's just the perfect amount of spice, and it's sweet. Sweet, yeah. Really? Dude, it goes You on, have it in your I fridge? I put it on burgers. I put it on tacos. I put it on, fuck, it's good I put that spaghetti. shit on everything. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to look that shit up. Sauce that Bay. Good, you can only get it on at saucebay.com. Plug us. <laughs> Sponsor us. I don't eat sauce, though. So. I do. I love it. I even bought extra and gave them out. Do you have some? No. I'm all out. <laughs> Need to re-up. So send me some more. I'll okay. give one to every guest. I'm, I'm signing off. Yeah, sign off. So Wait. Let's give a... Yeah, give plug Ken, in. Plug give in. us all your plugs that you want to get out there. Every single one of them. <laughs> Let us know where to get okay. you. So if you have OnlyFans, please give it to me. We want it. I wish I do. Please give it to me. All right, yeah, yep. plug yourself let's, in. So let's hear him. It is Seven Dads TV on YouTube. It is at the underscore wood 95 on Twitter. And my Instagram is for the love of wood 42. Done. That's fucking it. sweet. Those are sweet names, dude. I really wish I had my old Instagram name. It was No Sleep Till Wood. <laughs> and then I That's fucking, cool. dude, I was like, dude, cool. I'm going to oh. use that for something else. Should plug us in, dude. This is plug us all in. episode eight ending of the fucking Pillar Talk podcast from the Brain Jerk Studios. We are on Facebook at Brain, first name Brain, last name Jerk. We're on Instagram at Brain Jerk Entertainment, Entertainment, right? And then podbean.com, we're under uh, Brain Jerk Entertainment. YouTube, we're at Brain Jerk Entertainment Company. Spotify, we're on Spotify and a TuneIn app. And we're under Brain Jerk Entertainment. Pillar Talk Podcast. We're also on, now on TikTok. TikTok. Brain Jerk yeah. Entertainment. 
Watch us on TikTok. Uh, I love every single one of you. Thank you for coming in today. Um, Thank you for having me. I love all you guys. I'll see you tomorrow.